It's time to rumble! It's time for the Royal Rumble! Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast Edition. Yeah. You like that? That's a little Vince McMahon I had going there. <laughs> we are back. You know I gotta say that, Big Ugly. Wrestling Podcast. My name is Dirty Mike. I'm the Big Ugly. And we are joined once again by... Jam and Jason. And we are in the Mansion 1.0 this time. And uh, we are here with a very, very special guest. This is one of my uh, one of my boys for a long, long time. Not that special. But oh, all right. you're <laughs> you're special enough. It's been video games, golf, but most of all, we have a connection by professional wrestling. Yeah, we long, do. long time. Chad, welcome to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling thank, Podcast. Thank you, thank you, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate you're, it. You're welcome. So we got the Big Ugly. We got Dirty Mike. We got Jam and Jason. So are you chuckling, Chad, or you, do you have a nickname that you would like us to use for you? I am CM Funk. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. like that. And that's Funk with a PF, silent P. C-M-P-F-U-N-K. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to write that down because we're going to have to put that on the uh, the recap. Big <laughs> C-M-Funk. I like that. I'm going to go off on a tangent right now. Okay, so this entire podcast is dedicated to all things... Oh, oh, we got... Uh, uh-oh. My, my bad. What happened? My phone. You're blowing up, Big Ugly. Uh, and before I go off on a tangent, I want to talk about blowing up for a second. So I'm going to go off on a tangent before the tangent. Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. I was checking the numbers again t- this morning, Big Ugly. How we doing? My goodness. Like, all of the archive podcasts keep going up and up and up. We have so many over uh, the 100 full download mark, but we have so many that are over the 100 partial download. I'm sorry, 1,000 partial download mark. And even podcasts that we were doing a year or two ago. Nice. So, man, I, I tell you, when we get to, and Jam and Jason, you know this too, when we get out there with one big podcast and then everybody starts listening to the rest of them, just like listening to them in a, in a binge, that's what you can do that Matt Temby, T-E-M-B-Y, said we can do. That's People right. are doing it. That's right. While you're exercising. While you're exercising. <laughs> yeah. yeah, while I'm down right now 20 pounds from where I was in the summer, which is fantastic. It's all going to go crazy next week because uh, CM Funk and myself are going to Philadelphia for yep. the Royal Rumble and we're going to eat all day long. Buffet style. <laughs> <laughs> Buffet style, Philly style, but yep. oh my God. So we're blowing up. So thank you to everybody listening to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast on SoundCloud. iTunes. Stitcher. Tune in radio. Man. Uh, anywhere you get Ooh. us, we, we know about it. It's fantastic. So uh, we appreciate that. So that's my first tangent. Thank you. My second tangent, CM Funk. Now this just reminds me of I was yes, watching, sir. I was watching the Raw t- uh, Top Twenty Five Monos. It was on USA Network. I did watch that myself. You did. Did Very you notice what number two was? Number Not two. Poop. It wasn't poop, <laughs> but number two. It was pretty shocking. Number two. What was number two? Yeah, it was the CM Punk pipe bomb. Oh, yes, yes. And they made it a yes. point to be very, very specific when explaining that. Yeah, they sure did. Yeah, and they, they came back to uh, whoever it was there, uh, Corey Graves and uh, the dude. They said, hey, you know, I, I'm shocked about that one, but it was up there. Yep. Yeah, hey, the fans voted, and, you know, Punk's always the man. So So they showed this on USA Television. They so did. what do you think? The, they were trying to ignore this for the longest time, guys. But what do you think? Is this a premonition? Premonition! Now, what do you mean they were trying to ignore this for the longest? Because every time a CM Punk chant would come out, they would not acknowledge it. Okay, in Chicago yeah, or yeah, wherever. Yeah, yeah. And they wouldn't be acknowledging CM Punk matches, you know, depending on where they were uh, or what matches they were having or history. That's what I mean. So, anybody, do you guys think this might be a premonition 
for the possibility because Vince McMahon always wants to make money. If he can make money, he's not going to burn that bridge. And CM Punk, it's been several years now. Could there be? I don't go ahead. I, I don't think so. I think that this is just if you notice recently when CM Punk chants have come out, I felt like they've almost been not embracing it as to call like full attention to it, mm-hmm. but they don't just ignore it as right. much anymore. At least the performers that's in the ring. Like I've okay. seen Stephanie McMahon like say something. I think John Cena might say something, but I can't remember. But mm-hmm. I think that this was just another way of them looking at it as like CM Punk is just in the past at this point and they're not gonna let what you know his little pipe bomb podcast a few years ago affecting oh, anything yeah, I remember so, that I liked it you know yeah I, I think it's just a way of just like you know it's it's done it's over with it's not new anymore so they don't really care as much yeah okay. I, I, I think Vince is probably at that point with uh, with Punk that you know let bygones be bygones let's leave the door kind of cracked open a little bit mm-hmm. you know I think I think uh, next uh, week at the Rumble we may see you know Maybe there's a surprise entrant, you know, in the women's match that's uh, now currently, you know, related to CM Punk. Yeah, who knows? But uh, what was her name again? Uh, AJ. AJ Lee. Yeah, yeah not so. AJ Styles. No, no. Uh, <laughs> so who knows? You never know, man. Uh, Vin, like you said, Vince is uh, never gonna completely burn that bridge when nah. he can make a dollar. So, what do you think, Jamie Jason? CM Punk. It could happen. I mean, this is the time of year, Rumble time. You never know. Maybe on the Raw 25th anniversary you special as well. or the surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble. You have that as well. Yeah. And the flip side is it could also be a way to just further advertise the network as well. Drop something. Hey, go watch CM Punk matches on the network. True. Yeah, for nine ninety nine. Right. But if it's going to happen, this is the time of year. <laughs> but is CM Punk still, isn't he still in litigation with the WWE or is that I'm over? I'm not sure. Because I was just looking on my Google machine and I don't see anything current or pending. Okay. So that could have been settled. It could have been settled. Right. Yeah, and yeah. if they did, as long as he's, as long as CM Punk is making money off the deal, as long as he gets a limited schedule such as Brock Lesnar, and as long as he gets his WrestleMania main event, which I, I think Philadelphia would pop for him winning the Royal Rumble. I've really being in oh, it and winning it. Him just showing up would uh, would cause blow me the roof off the yeah, place. Um, to win it. That that's just another level that I don't even want to think about. But see, I don't know if he'd come back myself. <laughs> The thing is, is like, you know, he seems to be a person that's like, you know, supposedly about his principles. And, you know, he made it a point to say that he would never come back mm-hmm. to the WWE. So I don't know if just, you know, waving money in front of him and a WrestleMania main event would get him. Because then he would argue that you're not doing it because you felt like he deserved it, but you just offering it to him to get him Appeasing him. Exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, he's also smart, too. He knows this business very, very well. He's been a part of this business ever since he was a teenager. So, he, you know, that rant, that podcast, that point of view for so long, it just makes your stock go up, honestly. And it makes people relevant. makes people think about you. You know what I mean? So, you never know. What what was that you said offline? You said, uh, better to be remembered for something than forgotten for nothing. What was it again? Yeah, better to be remembered for something than forgotten for everything. So... uh that's yeah. a good offline. We were talking about something completely different <laughs> offline, but because we started talking wrestling, because we always do that, because that's what we do here on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. So you can imagine this podcast is going to be wrapped around all things Royal Rumble and also the beginnings to the road to WrestleMania, right? New Orleans. Uh, and by the way, that, they should. That's at the Silverdome, right? New at Orleans? the Silverdome, right? <laughs> Check it. I'm sure it's very possible that Hulk Hogan could be there to redeem himself to, uh, you know, say it right this time. Yep. Uh, however, 
the road to WrestleMania next year, and this is another tangent because it's just something that was written down, it should be in the Northeast, somewhere on the East Coast. So we could see it in New York, MetLife Stadium again, CM Funk. Yeah, We could time. see it. Uh, yeah, that was a good time back uh, WrestleMania 28. No, that was 29. Nine. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. 28 was in Miami. You like Miami too, CM Punk. Yeah, I'm a fan of Miami, so uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but they, they were talking about that. They were talking about Philly. They were talking about Minnesota. They were talking about New York. Um, so anything is possible. But next year, if it's in anywhere in our vicinity, we're going to be taking this podcast on the road and driving and going to WrestleMania, I believe. Any thoughts on why they could are starting to like repeat venues? So close. I mean, they were just in New Orleans, and they're about to repeat New Orleans. And then same thing with like MetLife. Like, why? Tourism. That's the big thing. So New Orleans, even though it's a very small kind of city, yeah. it's huge for tourism. It's one of the biggest you know tourism places, and so is Atlanta, Georgia. I think they were talking about that too. Um, but they, they want tourism. Somewhere where they can do all the events, get all the access, spend all the money, make all the money. That's my big thing. Anybody else got an opinion on that? No, I'd completely agree with that. I mean, it's all about just bringing in money and dollars and stuff, which is why they kind of go back to the same places because they're always the major markets. Orlando, and, big right, major market. Yeah, Texas, big people. major market. Yeah, I mean, the Northeast, as we know, is tough because of the weather, and there's right. not a whole lot of indoor stadiums in the Northeast. So, right. You know, the MetLife thing is it's always a kind of a crapshoot. It was cold and raining yeah, during the beginning of that WrestleMania. It sure was. <laughs> but so. they, had, they build the big stage over top. So they, that, they did it in Orlando, too, even though it didn't rain, but... You know, they build a big stage over top, but I would think you'd want your patrons, you know, the WWE universe, to be comfortable too. Yeah, yeah. What about that new? Uh, there's a new NGC state. I guess that's in Houston. Yeah, the that's new, not the uh, Northeast, but that's right next to where the what the old Alamo? Dome? No, no, the old uh, Astro Astrodome was, yeah. Yeah. where they had WrestleMania once. Yeah. I think they'll be to Houston. I mean, plus you got, you know, home of Booker T, so they've got the little bit of connection down there in that area already. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, those types of things. I mean, that's it's easy, it's warm, it's tourism, like you said, so that's that's why we'll they go see. back, I think. But if it's anywhere in the in the driving vicinity, we're going. Y'all, we're, we're going to WrestleMania. Okay. Um, so that's something to look forward to. Now, uh, we're going to take a couple of segments here, so we're not talking your ear off for an hour and a half, two hours, but we'll do the best we can. Uh, I got a lot of notes. Everybody's got some notes. I think everybody's got some things. Um, I want to uh, just throw it out there. Does anybody have any tangents to go off on before we move forward with this podcast right now? I don't have any tangents right now. Something will come up. Okay. <laughs> CM Funk. Tangent. I, I, I'm, I'm too new to have a tangent, so uh, <laughs> I'll promise to bring one next time. Okay, Jam and Jason. Well, let's talk about EWA. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we're going to, uh, in the first segment, you and I uh, actually went to EWA Rage in the Cage. Rage in the Cage. There you go. Said I like it. Uh, it was a couple of weeks ago, or uh, last week, actually, That's depending right. on when you're listening to this podcast. Every match inside of a steel cage. Uh, there was some good points. Uh, there was some points that definitely could use improvement, but who can't? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but a good crowd, though. A couple hundred people. Yeah. Um, everybody seemed to have fun, and everybody was getting lit. You know, I mean, <laughs> uh, there was the beer man had a lot of business that night. Yeah, Three dollar natty bows, you can't that, beat that. That's right. And shout out the natty bow. Shout out the Coke Zero Sugar, by the way, because we got that here. Shout out to Vitamin Water. 
Uh, shout out to Pro Wrestling Tees. So CM Funk came in and he is wearing a Pro Wrestling Tees t-shirt. And I said, did Bruce Pritchard call you or did Tony Schiavone call you? And he was like, no, this was the free gift along with the, what was it? Vigilante Club. Right, the Vigilante Club. Shout out to the Bull Club and Stephen Amell. Shout out. And we'll talk about uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, a little bit about the Wrestle Kingdom 12 in just a minute. But Jam and Jason, why don't you tell me some of the high points of uh, what you felt as a fan on EWA Rage in the Cage. Shout out to all those guys in EWA, by the way. Oh, it was a fun night, fun night. Uh, first point I want to make is Mikey D is now the Michael Buffer of Maryland. Well, <laughs> I'm the uh, voice of Maryland, but yeah. So uh, I, I I didn't expect, you know, uh, Wes Mercer and Apollo Crews having a Loser Leaves Town match, the main event cage match, and I've been referee for them. I've been ring announcer for them, and I got to go in and actually be the special guest ring announcer for the main event. That night, so yeah. Yeah, so you you could tell there's a little bit of a difference. I got put over. Uh, Keith yeah. Beecraft, the uh, the ring announcer, doing a great job there. He he really put me over before I came out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you came in, you did the long intros, you know, a little history on each guy. You know, it was it was good. It was great. It was great. It's cool. Well, That's thank awesome. you. Yeah, I appreciate the shout yeah. out. What else stood out for you? Oh, uh, by the way, that match uh, on yeah, Wes Mercer uh, did lose, so he did retire. And then Apollo Cruz grabbed the microphone, and I thought he was going to retire too, and I was very scared, but he didn't. Yeah. Uh, but that was a great match uh, in the main event. There was a little bit of actual uh, wrestling. There was some use of the cage. There was some street fighting. Yep. Um, Jim Christian was actually the special guest referee for that match. So, uh, yeah, it was over. So you thought that was a good match? It was a great match, yeah. It was a great one. And I got to sing. I sit ringside in my old chair on that one. So, uh, but you were only you were second row too. So everybody yeah. had a ringside seat. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, and you, you all been to EWA before. You know, every seat in the house is a good yeah, seat. Yeah, yeah, every seat yeah. in the house is a good That's seat. Good. So yeah. even if you're standing by the bathroom, because yeah, <laughs> yeah. you could be after all those natty boats. Right. Exactly. Um, I remember uh, that Jesse O'Ryan. Let's shout out to him for yeah, a minute. That was a great match. He had a cruiserweight championship match where he retained against Jason Drake. Yep. Uh, Miss Rizzo was out there too for Jason Drake. Man, what a match! That match was fan freaking fantastic. Let off the second half. Yep. Uh, you guys remember Jesse O'Ryan? Absolutely. Also Jason yeah, Drake. Jason Drake. And, Drake, yeah. uh, and, and uh, Miss Rizzo. Man, they they tore the house down. Fan nice. freaking fantastic. Yeah, I one, watch one of the like, best matches of the night, definitely, definitely. Amen. Dark Horses won the EWA Tag Team Championships. Yep. Controversial fashion against the Oddball Army. Yep. John Berg and Blood. Yep. Who was out there with, uh, you know, uh, what the hell was his name? Oh, God, the guy in the wheelchair. Ray. Oh, Ray, Ray, God. Ray, Ray. Hawkins. I can't remember. <laughs> See, I, I was kicked in the head too many times, just like he was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> My goodness, remember that. Well, you missed what happened. What he did. No, what happened? Did you hear what Ray C. Hawkins said? I think he was dishonorably discharged from the Oddball Army, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, during the championship match against Corey Bush, which Corey Bush won, by the way. Corey John, Bush is a new wait, EWA heavyweight champion. So John wow. Berg lost both belts. Weight of the world. Yeah. 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 Weight of the That's world. Go ahead. Uh, John Berg was trying to escape the cage, and Ray C. Hawkins backed his wheelchair up into the cage. Oh, yes! <laughs> so he couldn't get out? <laughs> so he couldn't get out. Oh, oh, he great barricaded spot. the slammed, door. Kind of slammed spot. it into his head. Yeah, it was oh, good. It was good. Oh, man, I missed that because they asked me to come back yeah. and get ready for the next match. Holy the crap! First thing that popped in my head, TJ was right. <laughs> <laughs> TJ was right! He said everybody has a dark side, yeah. and apparently he did. My yeah. God, that's fantastic. So, uh, so is he now with Corey Bush, or is he just out on his own? Kind of left rogue? That, that's up hanging right now. You gotta so we'll watch say, yeah, uh, on March 31st at the Lethal Lottery yep. during their next event. Yeah, yep. how about that? 
It's like they're Sweet 16, but they're turning it a little bit, and they're making it their Lethal Lottery. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. So back in WCW, back in the day, they had the Lethal Lottery where it was Battle all... Battle Bowl, man. Battle Bowl, all tag team matches, and then whoever won the match for their team, you know, got the pinfall or submission. But it's all random tag teams. You never know who it's going to be. That's it. It's oh, going to be awesome. What about uh, anything else about Rage in the Cage before we move on? Uh, it's all good night. Yeah, it was a fun night. Yeah. Great, great crowd. Everybody's pumped in, into it. Well, that's good. And we got a new Maryland champion, too. Hijinks. All kinds oh, that's of, right. Yeah, Hijinks. All kinds of titles. Over Simon Rhyme. Yeah. Over Simon Rhyme. Love yeah. Simon Rhyme, by the way. Shout out to him. Uh, no no burger cookies, even though we're a big fan of Cory Burger. B-E-R-G-E-R. Yes. Big fan of him. Uh, I, I might as well just run through. And then uh, MCW, Maryland Championship Wrestling, got uh, Breakthrough happening tonight, actually. Yeah. Some of us are going to it. But uh, check them out. That's kind of like their local indie flavor plus their homegrown guys. Um, you know, and that's going to be a, a heck of an event yeah. down in Joppa, Maryland. So check out MarylandWrestling.com, MCW Wrestling, um, MCW Pro Wrestling. Um, lots of good stuff on the indie scene. Uh, lots of good podcasts out there, including uh, Chris Jericho, where he interviewed Kenny Omega 24 hours after their big fight that they led up to for six months at WrestleMania. <laughs> <as well. laughs> Great podcast. Go out and listen to it, by the way. Is Jericho not on podcast one anymore? I'm not sure if he's on Podcast One. I have it downloaded automatically, oh, so wherever right. the source is, I get it. I think it's on Podcast One. Because I tried looking him up to listen to podcasts, and I was like, yeah, it's not here anymore. And I was like, oh, shoot. I don't know how to listen to Jericho Podcast anymore. So Just uh, search yeah. Talk is Jericho. You'll find it. He's definitely there. Uh, and they're, they're saying, he's saying that that's the best match of his career, and a lot of people saying that was the best match There's There's ever. no question that was the best match of Jericho's career, and that's saying a lot for Chris Jericho. He's had a lot of great matches. But, I mean, in the ring with Kenny Omega, he's the best in the world right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, it. I mean, Alpha Omega, as they were calling it. Yeah, I don't know how you get better than that. It was it was a fantastic match. Yeah, so. and there was a lot of, uh, as you were saying, you watch it, Jam and Jason, a lot of yep. old school wrestling in that match, but a lot of battling too, yep. and a couple of high spots, but the story just was fantastic. And yeah. apparently they said everybody on that show went over their time. So that's why we got a six-hour pay-per-view. Wow, it's fantastic. It really <laughs> is. It's, you know, when you, have to, when you have to spend like two to three days watching a pay-per-view, it's, 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 it's worth it. It's worth every minute. So. It was great. The whole thing was fantastic. Yeah. And you and I got to watch that CM Funk. Uh, and we had to do it out in two days, yeah, two we different did. days. We did. It was so it was like watching mini pay per views and all just to get it get through it. But yeah, top to bottom, Wrestle Kingdom twelve, best one of the best pay per views I've ever seen. So yeah. uh, Kevin Kelly and Don Callis were uh, doing the announcing there, and man, it was just it was fantastic. You got to check out some of this on the Wrestling Bible uh, on Facebook. Big yeah. Ugly, you can watch the whole show yeah, uh, in take English. A few days. No, it would yeah. take you a while. <laughs> you can get there. Uh, man, we just have so much talking about on this podcast. It's a great podcast, the Dirty Ugly Wrestling. Um, we talked about EWA. We got some tangents. So why don't we um, throw another tangent in here while we're in here? Ronda Rousey apparently just got signed by the WWE <sighs> recently before this podcast. What do you all think about this? It was inevitable. Come on. I mean, it was going to happen. I feel like I wish it had happened sooner. Uh, we're going to see I, I'm going to see I feel like there was a certain hype around Ronda Rousey a few years ago where when she, if she had yeah. to come in at that point she really could have capitalized on it I feel like people have kind of cooled on her just because she hasn't been fighting anymore you know and just not really being in the public eye we haven't really seen her in movies anymore mm-hmm. either you know so she's still going to be a spectacle because she's Ronda Rousey right but I feel like there was a time to have really gotten that going a few years ago that would have helped it before I'm, she got on her losing streak. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Before she got on her losing streak. Before she, you know, just kind of fell out of, you know, the public in general. But, um, you know, 
I'm thinking she might make a surprise entry at the Royal Rumble. There you go. I, That's what I, I'm thinking. I completely agree with you. And I, I think, I mean, I know we'll probably touch on it in a little bit too, but I think if she's surprise entry, I think she's the, the winner. Cause really? What what a better, and have her challenge Charlotte at WrestleMania. Do you get any bigger than that in women's wrestling right now? I mean, Asuka, love Asuka. Don't take anything away from her, but... Who's her real challenge, you know, out at there? At this point. And is, she, is she a name like Charlotte Flair is? I don't think so. So, Rousey against Charlotte at WrestleMania? Perfect. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, I think. Jamie Jason, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I definitely think she'll be in the Rumble, but yeah. I kind of hope she doesn't win. You know, I, because I'd rather she, see one of the established I, I, women. I, I do agree with you. I yeah. do agree with Somebody you. Somebody who's so. trying to work their way up the yeah. ladder and get that main event spot. But being that you have, you know, two women's championships, you could still have the match that you just mentioned, yeah. Charlotte versus Ronda. That, right. That's very, very true, too. Because um, if somebody else does win and they challenge for whichever championship they they happen to be on yeah. uh, that show, it could still happen. Yeah. yeah. But Ronda Rousey's definitely a WrestleMania moment. And and the Rumble would be good for her because she can come in and still be green, you know, because you don't have to know much to go into a Rumble. True. Like, you know, if you're coming in late with all them girls, you know. Yeah. And they could do some type of bot shot that gets her eliminated without making her look weak, right. you know, before she gets her run started. Yeah, right. no better way to protect her than right. ever. And exactly. With, with 29 other, uh, you know, right. superstars. So uh, and They've done that with uh, people in the Rumble before, protecting Goldberg, by the way, the first Carey, inductee yeah. of the WWE Hall of Fame this year. Drew Carey, I just watched that. That spot was priceless with Kane. <laughs> he was trying to shake his hand, trying to pay him off, and then he tried to go for the choke slam, but then Raven came in, screwed it up, and then Drew Carey eliminated himself. <laughs> right. Yeah. Good stuff. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, no, that's going to be good. Ronda Rousey. Now, WWE has not officially announced this yet. It's all over, like, scoops and wrestling news and Inquisitor and all this other stuff, and even TMZ and all this other stuff, but WWE hasn't announced it because however they introduce her, they want it to be a pop, you know, sure. even though people already know it. But yeah. WWE wouldn't have told it, so... Ronda Rousey. Plus, they signed a lot of people. Ricochet from uh, Independent Wrestling. Uh, man, uh, tell you what, we just watched Will Ospreay in the Wrestle Kingdom 12, and Ricochet and Will Ospreay had the, the Spot Fest late, uh, earlier that year, and uh, they also signed War Machine War from Machine, Ring of Honor. Yeah. I think, uh, just to go back to Ricochet real quick, I think yeah. I think he's a huge signing just from the Cruiserweight standpoint because they need something to help that Cruiserweight division, WWE. And Keep 205 alive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know, man. It's going to be tough. But you know who's I, in that division right now? Goldust. Yeah, he, well, <laughs> he has a Cruiserweight. Well, I mean... I mean yeah, that gold is, is gold is slimming, so it's <laughs> um, I don't know. Man, I tell you that we got we got to keep two hundred five alive, Jamie. We do, we do. I don't, know how, I don't know how much longer this thing stay. It's on life support, right? It, it sure is. is. I'm, I'm about four episodes behind. I have to admit. Yeah. <laughs> and now they got the, this mixed match challenge happening on Facebook, which is happening uh, before or after Raw or before or after SmackDown. So they got so much tied into that. And then once you get to ten o'clock or eleven o'clock when Raw and SmackDown, you just you're, you're spent. How can you watch anymore? Even though that some of that mixed stuff is fun. I watched the Facebook replays. It's not too bad. I think I'm just I, I'm still confused. We might have talked about this before. Maybe. Why was it that the WCW cruiserweights were successful, but WWE cannot execute on this? Like I don't I don't understand the disconnect. It's like I love the cruiserweights in WCW. WCW actually they they gave them time to like commit to characters and build storylines and all that. WWE outside of Enzo and his was already an established character before the mm -hmm. cruiserweight thing. They have no no storylines. Even with Neville there, like Neville didn't really have much of a story, you know. I mean, he kind of eventually built himself into the ultimate heel, you know. Yeah. And, 
But everybody else, I mean, there's nothing. WCW, though, they used to commit to storylines. Plus, you had Mike Tanay, who just sold the luchas when they brought all the luchas in and stuff like that. I mean, you knew who La Parca was. You knew who uh, Vianu's 4 and 5 were. You know, these Psychosis guys. and right. Silver King and all right. these guys. Hoobie, Hoobie, right? Hoobie. Yeah, exactly. Hoobie so juice. You knew all that. But, like, these guys, like, who are they? I mean, yeah, we know a few of them. Like, you know, Swan, you know. Don't mean to really bring up something like that, but hey, you know, being, yeah. being a local guy, I mean, you, you, we know of him, you know. But outside of that, you know, I mean, you got the Brian Kendrick, the okay, Brian but Kendrick. other, I mean, really, there's no one out there that anybody has any connection to whatsoever. Right it's now, not with so. the lack of talent; they got plenty of yeah, talent. No it's just a matter of getting them over and giving them time. And you know, there's right now there's three hours of raw. There could be two hours. I know they're talking about slimming that back again because mm-hmm. um, I don't know what's going to happen with the USA Network in the next year, or if they're going to go to an all. Um, on demand portion of Raw or SmackDown I, or just on the network, I have no idea. But they, it's not for their lack of talent. They got the Performance Center. They got several shows. They got NXT, which we'll talk about Takeover Philly as well. Potentially so, Fox. Did you hear about Fox is interested in replacing yeah. their UFC with yeah. WWE? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that would be good. I mean, that's a that's a, even a bigger platform. It yeah, takes no them out question. of cable into you know the basic television world. Plus, it's all streaming anyway. So if you have any streaming service that gets that, you'll be able to watch it, and they'll still get better ratings, and that's what they need. You know, more exciting television ratings. Oh, by the way, speaking of more exciting television, how about the curb stomp? I'm just going off on every tangent that I can. (laughs) That's all right. But I'm sorry. How about that? I freaking popped. I I popped when I was watching it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, where is this coming from? Like, all of a sudden it's okay? They called it the breakout or something Uh, like that. Blackout. Blackout. Okay. But uh, it's the curb stomp. So he can do it again. So this yeah. is like we're going, going forward. This is it. We're and back. they're making a all big right. deal out of that. Like That's it's and they're they're replaying it and they're talking about it. It's all over WWE.com as an exclusive story. Like wow. I mean, he, we haven't seen him do that yeah. since WrestleMania. I want to know how hard he lobbied for that. Like, he must have because that yeah. running knee wasn't working. Right. I, I read where he really was going after them to be able to bring that back yeah. at all. But I mean, you know, WWE is a little bit of a conundrum because you've got the. You know, the curb stomp, which they got rid of it because of the whole head injury thing. Right. Meanwhile, or in SmackDown, you've got Daniel Bryan, who's lobbying to come back, but because of concussions, they're holding him off. So, like, WWE's right. kind of playing the fence here right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, make up your mind, you know. So, kind of leads me to think, well, if they're letting the curb stomp back in, well, maybe Daniel Bryan's a little closer to coming back, you know, than we think. But maybe they'll let him, maybe they'll clear him. Maybe he'll be a surprise entrant in the Royal uh, Rumble. Yeah. Maybe he'll be, I mean, I, I still think, and this is what we were talking about last week, I think they're going to build towards him and Shane yeah. uh, WrestleMania, however they're going to do that. Um, but it's it's going to be exciting. I tell you, there's so much going on right now in the world of professional wrestling. Great time to be a fan, like you said, Jamie Jason. Jason. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and and I had the notes here, and we kind of skipped over it. I want to throw a shout out to ACW. I want to throw a shout out to NWA or NWL, all the local support indie wrestling. Just go out and support it. By the way, shout out to TJ. By the way, doing our podcast recently. Shout out to Deacon Storm, as he's known now. <laughs> shout out to the Purge. It's, like, it's kind of interesting because uh, we 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 were all kind of there watching one last. I'm sorry, uh, Rage in the Cage. Mm-hmm. You know, we were all just kind of hanging out and supporting our our old friends and everything like that, and. Uh, one 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 last dance happened last year, and then we're all sitting there like, one more again, one more game, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Eddie Murphy, one more game, one more game. <laughs> you never know, you never know. But check out, check them all out. But it's all good. Hey, why don't we um, 
take a short break before we go off onto all these other tangents, and then come back and talk about NXT Philly, talk about the Royal Rumble, maybe even talk about Raw 25th anniversary. What do you think? Sound like a good idea, Big Ugly? Sounds good. All right. Hey, CM Funk, why don't you say something enlightening to take us into break? Have fun. We put everybody on the spot, and then everybody just crash and burn. <laughs> I love it, though. It's so real. All right. We're going to take a small break. We'll be right back. We are back on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. My name is Dirty Mike. And I'm the Big Ugly. Still sitting here with Jam and Jason. And the one and only C.M. Funk. That's Funk with a P.H. You got it. Or P.F. P.F. Silent P. Mm -hmm. I could have a P.H. Could be a P.H. Yeah. Either way, Funk. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with the P.F. Okay. Because, yeah, I get the P.F. because of your shoot name. Right. You know, your actual name. Right. Because we talk about behind the scenes here on Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. So, uh... You know about monkey fist security? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> oh, damn. I, we're getting into way off tangent here. I'm sorry. Anyway, moving on. So we've been talking. Great conversation. Lots of tangents. Um, it, it's going to be a great week for professional wrestling. It's going to be a great road to WrestleMania. Um, first off, we're going to talk. Uh, oh, by the way, what about this uh, steroid oblig- uh, thing with Roman Reigns? The steroid allegation. Is this real? I don't think it is, man. I'm not buying it uh, because I mean he he was accused also with uh, Mark Wahlberg and Josh Duhamel, mm-hmm. both of whom don't look like they're on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I I don't know. I I don't know. It doesn't seem like this guy's story in general is holding up. People yeah. he's pointing fingers at. And it wasn't anything ridiculous like that. The WWE jumped right on. It's just Roman apparently sent out a tweet and he just covered it. Yeah, like, he, yeah. He said he, he said he's been tested like eleven times since he was suspended two years ago. Mm-hmm. So you know, and he's been cleared you know the whole time. So yeah, I, I don't think there's anything more to it other than some guy looking for some his fifteen minutes or a little whatever. bit of publicity. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just like everybody else getting accused of uh, some kind of harassment in Hollywood. It's like it's ridiculous. Like all they got to do is somebody's just got to say something, and then your career is marked forever. Exactly. But you get your name in the news, and then once you are theoretically cleared, then you're back on top, and then you can get another movie deal. I don't know. The entertainment world is crazy. It's crazy right now. Crazy. No question. Um, I've been watching all the Fast and Furious movies. I just want to throw this out there. Uh, Except three. I didn't watch Tokyo Drift at this point in time, and I can't watch five right now because it's not on demand, which is weird. But uh, I watched them all because The Rock has been in here. What do you think about The Rock coming back to Raw 25 or the Royal Rumble itself? He was a big part of Raw for a long time. I, I I think he's gonna have trouble getting to Raw. Maybe he'll come, you know, via satellite like he uh, likes to do. You know, when he's okay. technically live, I guess. Um, but you know, with all the Hollywood stuff he's got going on, I mean, he's constantly making movies. I don't know. He's mm-hmm. gonna have time to to fly in and fly out just for a five minute. Uh, you know. But would he do it though? You think? I mean, if they gave him the opportunity, said, "Hey, come in, get a live mic for a minute, maybe interrupt Elias and have one of the rock concerts or something like that," or I don't know. I'm just thinking yeah. ideas. I feel like he, I feel like The Rock will show up. I feel like he's going to be the like they haven't advertised The Rock, but right. I feel like he'll show. Up. I feel like this is something that they would have been planning for a long time and would have already contacted him to sure. want to come. I, I feel like he'd be on Vince's shortlist. Like The Rock's got to be here, you know. Yeah, and he sh- he's shown up at places just you know out of nowhere. So Royal Rumble in Philly a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like you know special moment. I think the WrestleMania in Dallas. Yeah. 
That one was planned, though. That one was advertised. Yeah. But but I like. I mean, they've announced so many names for this Raw Twenty Five. They got to have some surprises. Um, so they've announced what Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Undertaker, which we're going to get into in a minute, which we were talking offline. Um, the Shawn New Michaels. Age Outlaws, right? Yeah, so hey, they bring, so Billy Gunn is coming back. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, they did say the New Age Outlaws. I mean, they fired him from NXT or whatever the case may be, or didn't come to contract negotiations or whatever. And no, they fired him for like fired. previous steroid use. I worked with him not too long after that in ACW. Uh, he's a pretty fun guy. Um, and a really good talent in the ring, by the way. Well, and ugly, you were saying when we were talking before, um, you know, Scott Hall is going to be there. Yeah, Scott Hall is going to be there. Yep. So, Kevin Nash. Wrestling. Well, actually, I heard, Kev, I heard Kevin Nash isn't going to be able to be there. He had knee surgery, and he can't um, can't fly anywhere. So maybe live via satellite. Yeah, he him. Could, yeah, maybe him and The Rock will uh, be satellite together yeah. somewhere. He, he was on Jim Ross' podcast, and he did say that, you know, he had knee surgery, and that he would try and get there and see, but, you know, I guess it ain't going to work out. Yeah. yeah. His but, knees are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> His knees have been horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they got three hours. This is where I don't think they're going to have a problem getting three hours of content in this show. I think there's a lot more that oh, could yeah. happen yeah. in this show. Yeah. Um, they're simulcasting, sorry, Big Ugly, uh, from the Barclays Center and the Manhattan Center where Raw emanated, you know, to begin with. Go ahead, Big Ugly. I was just going to say, I was just going to ask you guys, what do you, what do you think they're going to do with all these guys? Are they, they just going to come out, cut promos? Are we going to get some guys in action? What do you guys think? I see some backstage segments. Uh, a lot yeah, of backstage You know, segments. APA, yeah. you know, they could put the door yeah. up and then have Ron Simmons uh, and uh, JBL back there and then have all kinds of people come into the APA office. I, I, I see Teddy Long doing a little dance with a whole <laughs> bunch of uh, <laughs> former divas. and you know, Just in the hallway, just just pan a camera and just right. have Teddy just jamming out. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think, uh, and on Raw 15, actually, if you guys remember, I saw it on Facebook not too long ago. They did a gimmick battle royal on Raw 15 just like they did at WrestleMania 17. They had Skinner in there, Steve Blackman, uh, Doink the Clown, uh, Sergeant Slaughter. I mean, just names. They had 15 people, but they could have 25 people in a gimmick battle royal. I would pop for that from all people from the last 10 years, 25 years. What about this? Come on. Yeah, Barry Horowitz. Was- bring his ass back. <laughs> there you go. Damien Demento. How about this? Ooh, Damien Demento. I mean, out, seriously. Out, Ken Shamrock. I mean, yeah. oh, Ken Shamrock's opportunity cool. to finally get back in the door. Yeah. 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 All you he, need is a foot in the door. Does he, anybody know why he's. I don't want to say he's blackballed from WWE, but he's like the one guy that they don't ever bring back. Like, what's shocking? I don't know. No, no clue. But I know, yeah. they, uh, I know he's always out there talking about trying to have one more match yeah. Or, yeah. or even yeah. one more UFC fight, and it's like I enough, never see enough, it. Ken. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> stop. Right. Just stop. Right, you're embarrassing yourself. Right, just like, stay you're away. Tarnishing your legacy. Stop fighting. <laughs> even though I would pop to see him come out, I don't know. Like, he'd probably get eliminated in five seconds, which is fine. But uh, you know, something like this. Um, but they got a lot of a lot of potential. What do you think, Jam and Jason? How yeah, about think, all these people? Who, who was it that challenged the Legends last week or made a comment of Revival? Somebody. Oh, the Revival yeah, did. Revival. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Revival I see said, them taking a couple super kicks, maybe from Sean New Rebels Age Outlaws. New Age Outlaws yeah, or something. Yeah. 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 D- yeah. DX runs their whole shtick against the Revival and all. Yep. Be a good way to put the Re- Revival over. Absolutely. Yeah. I love this reality based. Like we got the Curb Stomp coming back, which is a more realistic finishing move, which is going to put Seth Rollins over even more. By the way, right yep. now, no question. Um, and you got uh, the Revival coming out and kind of shooting on a promo, saying this isn't sports entertainment. This is professional wrestling I'm like well unless Vince cleared that they get yeah. fired right after that happened right? <laughs> you don't do that <laughs> this is sports entertainment yeah but they did it and they're still they're still wrestling on house shows yeah. they're still there they're coming yeah. out on Raw 25 and I was thinking about that I wonder if that was kind of like in reference to like the New Japan wrestling kind of taking over like yeah. focusing it back to wrestling as well as sports entertainment yeah it might be kind of having a nice 50-50 mix right somebody somebody backstage realizes that hey New Japan's coming up and they're 
they're like old school legit and, pro yeah, wrestling right and so maybe we got to do a little bit to instead of just the entertainment part of it so, yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. they point. focus more like 75 25 like more on the professional wrestling side but they still have the entertainment value they right. got the big screens the lights the smoke shows the costumes yeah. you know yeah. uh, storylines things like that we just right. watched that by the way and I forgot to mention this earlier Kenny Omega signed with one more year with New Japan completely and Chris Jericho signed a one year contract with New Japan how about Wait, is that? Is he allowed to do that? Like, well, that's well, the thing. <laughs> tying that back into the whole Raw 25 thing, his picture keeps popping up. When He's they scheduled do, when, to come in. Right, when they do the whole uh, you know thing of you know superstars and stuff. So, right. You know, I mean, he's got such a good relationship with uh, Vince that maybe they work something out. I mean, Vince and Triple H gave him the okay to go wrestle Kenny Omega. Right. You know, even though he wasn't under contract, but right. he just didn't want to burn the bridges and stuff and. You know, so maybe he he does make the you know the one entrance at least for the uh, twenty five and all. And look know. at this it's last year. I mean, Shinsuke Nakamura, Asuka, you know, and all these other guys in the performance center from New Japan. From yeah. New Japan, and then they just signed all these people that have been through New Japan before, like Ricochet and uh, you know War Machine. I think's been through there before. Right, yep. So that there could be a, a nice culmination here, sending some more people, prospects up through the system, and then sharing talent back and forth. Why not? Yeah, I mean Jer- Jericho being signed with another company and appearing. In WWE, man, that's huge. It's, it's Rick Rude all over again, <laughs> you know. So it's uh, it, the but. only superstar to ever be on Raw and Nitro on the same <laughs> night, right. almost at the same time. At the <laughs> same time, they like at the Amazing. quarter hour almost. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and Raw was live. Oh, Raw was no, wait, was it? No, no, it preempted. Was, yeah, was, Nitro yeah, was live. Nitro was yeah. live. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! And you even knew that big. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look that, at was, that. that was during my time. Yeah. During your day <laughs> in the sun. There's a good podcast, by the way, st- uh, about W. CW Thunder, Conrad Thompson, who's actually marrying Ric Flair's other daughter, I think it is. I'm not sure. Um, I but thought anyway. he was already married. He's not married. He's engaged. Oh. I just saw it on, on Facebook. Facebook apparently is, is the world now. Right. Uh, but I think he's mar- uh, engaged to the other daughter of Ric Flair, yeah. one of the other daughters. He's, he's spread his seed all over the world, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. so he's got little flares running over. But anyway, um, there's a good podcast with uh, Tony Schiavone, What Happened When, Monday, uh, about WCW Thunder and the crap show that that was. Uh, yeah. um, that it was. And how it was terrible and how the company hated it and everybody hated it. And I still don't think they've added that to the network yet. Nope. Like, yeah. And they talk about that on the yeah. podcast, too, yeah. because it's so terrible. Yeah. But they want to get the rights to everything. They might as well throw it up there. Yeah. you got to show the other half of Goldberg's 173. Uh, yeah. <laughs> country, so, uh, at some point, they they made that number bigger every week, even though he couldn't have had like more than. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's uh, fifteen and zero. He's twenty four and zero. How did he have nine matches in six days? I don't know how this works. I know comedians can go on several times in one day because they have a you know an hour set. But I don't know. How well, this when happens. you only work a minute and a half matches, you probably can uh, fit that into your yeah. schedule. Wrestle <laughs> more. And he even got injured a couple points time. But anyway, that's yeah. the first Hall of Famer for this year. WWE Goldberg. Does Goldberg uh, make an appearance on the Raw twenty? Absolutely. I mean, I don't yeah, see why not. Yeah, definitely. Especially with him being announced for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Coming. Now, yeah. does he still actively go into a storyline, whether it be Royal Rumble or otherwise, into WrestleMania? Because, no, maybe? Mm, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think he's got one more one more match, again? especially his uh, retirement year, or his Hall of Fame year, excuse me. You know, I, I, I think they could find something for him to do. And, one more game. You know, I mean, we haven't seen uh, Goldberg against Triple H. No, nope. we haven't, and that so. would be a good way for Triple H to do something where he can protect himself, and right? Because Triple H has to have a match at you know WrestleMania. So. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He always does. Yeah, you gotta have an entrance. You like guys that. calling anybody else for the Hall of Fame this year? Um, you know, I don't know about calling, but I know they had a list. I'm gonna go in my Google machine, but you guys talk about that. Who would you like to see go into the Hall of Fame this year? Uh, I'd like to see Christian go. 
Yeah. Edge went a while ago. Christian has retired for what two years now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, think I think he still wants one more match, though, doesn't he? I think Christian does he. That's what he's been asking for forever. He asked for it every time. One more match. I, Christian would be great. I mean, Edge is there already. You know, um, Lita's in there, so mm-hmm. why not just you know continue that whole little uh, click? You know, and get them all in there. Christian's well deserving, I think. Yeah. So let's see. Goldberg. To I think China needs to go. Uh, China, yeah, uh, they they have her name going at rumor and innuendo. Uh, Christian, rumor and innuendo. Honky tonk man, that'd be interesting. Talk about yeah. burning a bridge. Yeah, I don't think that's ever happening. <laughs> All right, so tell me a story about honky tonk. I didn't know he burned a bridge. Okay, so for a while there, he was a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble for a lot of years. You know, heading into the early part of the two thousands, but then he really just completely trashed WWE and their wellness policy and Vince McMahon and I mean like legitimately with every platform he could he trashed everybody Um, and he just separated himself completely now he's still out there doing indie wrestling shots but he's not I mean and he's apparently either purchasing or suing for the rights of the honky tonk man name because you know formerly known as the honky tonk man or whatever kind of call him but that's how I, I don't even know his real name but you know that's who he is but have you heard anything about that anybody else that's I, what I heard over a long time. I would say that that's what I knew, you know, that he had just really, really, like, trashed WWE a long time ago. And, uh, I mean, you don't even get his name when they, you know, give the whole list of former Intercontinental Champions, you know. It's yeah. always Pat Patterson and Pedro Morales, but you never hear the Honky Tonk Man's name anymore. And he was the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. Right. That's and, what they say. I mean, he's Jerry Lawler's, uh, what, cousin, cousin or something. Yeah. So, I mean, and Lawler still floats around, you know. Lawler and JR coming back for we're all 25. I, yeah, yep. but yeah they should be calling a match or two, so. Uh, but. Vader, that's uh, and he's in kind of bad shape, you know. Yeah. But uh, I think he's, I think he deserved to be in a wrestling hall of fame. Yeah. WWE, maybe. I heard uh, Bret Hart's making a push for the Hart Foundation tag team to be really inducted in. That, that would be good. They need a good tag team, yeah. a big name. Because um, the boys um, actually, Night Hart's not doing too well right. health wise. Yeah. So they're trying to get him in there while he can attend the celebration. Uh, that, that'd be good. And I mean, Natalia's there exactly. and all that. So yeah, you know, they deserve. That was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of big he's, tag teams, uh, Dudley Boys. Uh, and because they're uh, supposed to be at Raw 25, I think. And well, Bubba Ray just uh, retired officially from wrestling anymore. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and uh, Devon still is a uh, and he like a booker or something for WWE or at least like, uh, he's, he's an agent, he's uh, an agent, agent yeah, yeah, something. So yeah. So Ed, I think there's a lot of things, um, and we say it a lot of times, and then we have a lot of names, and then they come up with a lot of different names. But, yeah. you know, there's going to be Goldberg's the big one, and then we'll just work our way down from there. Sean Waltman. X Pac. X Pac. What do you think? Well, I don't. That, that's huh, that's a tough one. I mean, I fully expect him to be at the Raw Twenty Five. Uh, may, maybe maybe Scott Hall does have a match, and they recreate their uh, magic from uh, Razor Ramon losing to the uh, Lightning Kid. I don't know, but uh, I remember that. Um, uh, yeah, Bobby Heenan was like, "What is his name this week?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> X Pac. That would be a that would be an interesting uh, dynamic to have him in there. If, if I they can did. dig it. Uh, I, I think he's deserving. I think he revolutionized the business in a lot of different ways. So does, uh, does DX get a call at some? Point? I, I would mean, think so. You know, yeah, just like the like the factions or like the Horsemen, maybe. By the way, they're going to be at MCW Pro Wrestling. But anyway, yep. like the Horsemen, DX, NWO factions definitely deserve a spot yeah. going in. I mean, Fabulous Freebirds made it in, so right, and yeah. they deserve it too. Yeah, so. I'm excited. Road to WrestleMania. We got one uh, inductee right now. I think they'll announce more. Uh, as time goes along on the road, so we're we're storing the Raw twenty five thing. I'm, yes, uh, right. So uh, why not just to circle back to that a little Circling bit? Circling back. So Undertaker, we know he's going to be there. Yep. 
announced, what, advertised. What 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 does that mean? Him being there though at this point, like I know what the big ugly wants it to mean, and I know what you want it to mean. <laughs> CM Funk. What do you think I want it to mean? I think well, I know CM Funk wants it to mean come in, uh, don't wrestle, don't get in a storyline, do nothing, just make an appearance, get a pop, and go. Please, big ugly. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, that's 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 what I think should happen. I don't think he should get involved in a storyline or a match. It's but, over. But if he does, we'll watch it. Yeah, but what? <laughs> I don't know. But I agree. I think he should let he retire. He put the gear in the ring. Right, let it go. Right, exactly. It's, it's done. It's, it's done. done. I mean, yeah. what does he do? I mean, he comes in. He wrestles Cena, which seems like the obvious choice at this right. point because who else, else is there to, to go. wrestle? Right. So what does he do? He loses to Cena, and then we start an Owen twenty one streak. You know, to count as twenty one and streak. I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. It doesn't. Oh, and twenty one. It yeah. doesn't do anything for anybody at this point. Now so. the question Monday night though: Does he come out and does he speak, or does he just come out tombstone somebody quietly and then ride off into the sunset, I, I or like just that. come out and just look at somebody and do this and then ride away? Because I know it's probably out of character, but I wouldn't mind a retirement speech. I mean, you know, it's yeah, it's shoot speech for him. That would be nice. Yeah, just a little segment, just something, yeah, just right. say, look, it's done. I'm not going to be at this year's <laughs> WrestleMania. <laughs> Take that big, uh, big wedge off the microphone like he always does because yeah. he never uses it, and right. just just talk for a while. Yeah, I'd uh, like to see that. That'd be a high rated segment. Yeah, no question, definitely. Yeah, I uh, still got it in the back of my head that since he retired, the dead man gimmick that the American badass or something else, uh, some other emanation of the Undertaker is going to uh, come yeah. out. So you think he will come out on a motorcycle? I would love it. I think Kid Rock Music will play, or if they still have a license to all that, and they'll play American Badass and come out on a motorcycle. That'd be cool. So you think they'd be tricking us with the advertisement? Because like when they yeah. show the advertisement, they show all dead the man. dark dead man. Yeah. yeah. So. But they keep saying we haven't seen him since WrestleMania, so what's going to happen? We but don't know. I don't know. That Brother Love is supposed to be there. So Ah, uh, Brother Love. So Bruce Pritchard. Maybe, maybe we go back and have an old, uh, you know... The funeral parlor episode, or you know, our brother love episode there with the taker. I would love it, uh, man, brother love, and, and that's somebody who got let go from the WWE as well, and that was a lot of controversy. So they're letting him come back in for Raw twenty five. So this, I'm just really excited about this show. I'm almost excited about watching this as I am for us going to the Royal Rumble, CM Funk, because yeah, we have no idea what's going to happen at the Rumble. Yeah, everything is more wide open than I can ever remember it. Yeah, you know, going into Rumble season. So. And we're going to get to that in just a minute. But any other final thoughts on Raw 25 before we move on? Uh, we we didn't even talk about the one match that was actually. In oh, that's for, right. Uh, I have it written down too. So so we have a match for the Intercontinental Championship. The Miz returning. Um, and uh, he wants that title back. He wants his title back against the uh, the big dog, Roman Reigns. So what do we think here, guys? There, there's no Intercontinental match set for the Rumble, but both of these guys are set to be in the Rumble, I think. So what do we think about this match? Matt Classic? I, I mean, I, first of all, <laughs> well, it's an Intercontinental title match, so I think it's going to be okay. Well, I mean, Miz has obviously been the best heel in the company for two years now, so, I mean, he's he's at the top of his game. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Reigns has been putting on matches that have been top quality, you know, really leads him to be the big dog, finally. Mm-hmm. I, I, however, I, I think Miz... Miz means more to that title than Roman Reigns means to that title, especially getting ready to gear up for WrestleMania. There you but, go. You know, I think Miz wins it back, and and we and go from there. I think it clears the way for Reigns to you know, there we go. Headline WrestleMania because he's not an IC title you know holder. So there you go. That my opinion, Jamie Jason. No, I agree. I think Miz is going to take it. Like you said, that's his title. He's on his way to becoming the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. Yeah. Yep. Now, does he yep. take it clean or does he take it with the help of the Miz 
That's they garage. Yeah, 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 you gotta have help. Come on, yeah, you, you got you to keep. You don't put the, the big dog down that easy, right? <laughs> plus, plus, you still have uh, what, what's uh, what's after um, uh, Mania or what's after Royal Rumble pay per view? Is that uh, Elimination, Elimination Machine? Well, that's one of them, right? So whatever the the Raw one is, because yeah, they cause they'll have every, one. Yeah, right. I mean, you can have a rematch with Reigns and Miz, and then maybe you know Miz, maybe Miz wins this one clean. And then they have their rematch, and then Miz wins with the help from the Miz Taraj or something like that. I don't or know, he but, wins well, it not clean this time, right? But then, and then wins it clean, and then sends Reigns Orn, you know, to do his other to thing. do his other thing. That way, that ends that story at the next pay per view, and it totally gives you what six weeks or whatever before right. uh, Mania at that point. So. And that is the one match that is announced because I was very surprised because we will get into the Royal Rumble later. The Intercontinental Title is probably one of the only titles that's not on the line other than the women's titles, which is very interesting that they're not on the line at this point either. But we're going to get to that. Um, so, yeah, so we think The Miz is going to take it. Raw 25 is going to be fantastic. Any other thoughts on Raw 25 before we move on, guys? Thoughts? Just, okay. yeah. Rumor? Innuendo? Tangent? See what happens. Excited to see what happens. Excited. Uh, we're going to watch it. It's going to be live. And, or we'll watch it on DVR. One of the two. Right. Um, <laughs> Wait, they are going to be shooting from two different... Yep. Do yeah. we have any information on what they're going to be doing in the role, the old Raw? Like, are there going to be matches there? Uh, my guess is they're going to set it up exactly the way they did it before with the, the big cardboard R-A-W yeah. letters and yeah. have the siren going off and uh, have the ring in the middle and then have matches there. Now, that place is a toilet. Uh, the Manhattan Center is not a great venue <laughs> to begin with. But... Uh, Apparently, when they build it up, I mean, it's gonna be all it's gonna be all right. You got people hanging from the rafters, literally, literally. Right. And I figure that's where they put Jr. and the King. Oh yeah, yeah, it's gotta yeah, be. Yeah, they've yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. gotta go old school. The know? old building. I do want to see a gimmick battle royal though. I hope that happens, and I hope it happens in the old building. That that might be what they do there. You know, it's gotta be gimmick matches over there. They're not gonna have you know the IC title. IC title over there. there. No, they're <laughs> gonna have that in the Barclays Center. Right. For yeah, Fifteen thousand exactly. people. So uh, I has think- Doinkman announced? Uh, Not announced, but I think he. I think they showed his uh, picture though. Did they? Uh, I think I think he popped up. Well, no, didn't uh, the um, didn't Doink die? Like the the actual one of yeah. Doink, the one yeah. who played Doink for the yeah. But I mean, anybody can wear that costume. All oh, right, Stephen Barty's still around, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. Oh, right. He got fired. He got fired too. Yeah. But he, well, the Brooklyn Brawler was one off for a lot. He should come back, yeah, wouldn't he? What do you think? He's announced. He's announced. I heard he was Brooklyn Brawler. There we go. Sure. Right. Stephen Barty. <laughs> he needs to go in the Hall of Fame. Maybe Heath Slater for sure, man. That's a hundred percent. He yeah. needs to go in the Hall of Fame. Heath Slater. As Doink. As Doink. I think that would be good. What about Bob Starr? Hollywood Bob Starr. You know, oh, from my, local yeah. flavor oh, here. Because like, yeah. he's done it before. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. Yep. He was on Nitro once. He was. Remember? He was. <laughs> or it was WCW Saturday Night. I couldn't remember. Doesn't he's, really matter. He was, he was powerbombed by Kevin Nash. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say, I want to say Vader beat him up, too. I, I, there were probably pretty, a yeah. couple of people. That's that, a badge of honor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I worked with Vader once at MCW. That was good stuff. Um, what about hey, Val Venus? Val Venus. Well, hello, ladies. Yeah, he made Sean that. Morley? Yeah, sure. He, he made that Raw 25, Top 25 uh, thing with uh, his little... Uh, choppy, choppy, pee-pee. Well, no, with uh, him and uh, Big Show in the... Uh, oh, that's show. right. And they call you the Big Show? <laughs> standing at the urinals and stuff. <laughs> that's right. Anyway... I, I and I can tell you, I was there when Brock returned uh, when he interrupted Cena the night after WrestleMania. That that was like number eleven on the list. That was way higher before. I think that was one of the biggest moments of Raw history. Uh, just the same way when Alberto Del Rio won the, uh, uh, or I'm sorry, not Alberto Del Rio. What was it? Who beat him? For the was it him? No, somebody cashed in the money in the bank on him. Oh my God, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm sorry, I couldn't remember any of that. Because Dolph is no longer with the company, apparently. Where's that storyline? I have no idea. I think that's storyline. Story yeah, yeah storyline. 
talk about that when we talk about the Rumble. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, and this has already happened. This goes into the Rumble. That U.S. title match, the main Ugh. U.S. title match, was supposed to happen at the Rumble. It's already over. They've they, the tournament's over. They moved it up to this SmackDown this past Tuesday. I I, I don't I don't get I, it. Was did anybody else like that might have watched it? Did anybody else like fall asleep during the whole thing? Because like it to me, it was just it was rushed and it yeah. was yeah. It's like just, who cares? Yeah, yeah. nobody cares. I, like, I didn't dig it. I, I'm, God bless Bobby Roode. You know, congratulations on being oh, the yeah. U.S. title. Glorious, glorious. Yeah. That's right. But it just kind of was like, why? Yeah, yeah. I didn't get it. Yeah, it happened. I mean, Wait. they have another SmackDown to to do before the Rumble. Like, do it on the Go Home Show. Right. Yeah, know? I mean, why not do it then? But I don't know. We've been talking about this for a while and how SmackDown's just falling off. Like, yeah, started off strong and there's too they are too focused on the whole Daniel Bryan Shane McMahon storyline on yeah. SmackDown and it's taking away from everything else that they're doing including yeah. their champion AJ Styles right i mean yep. a- AJ's just there to put people over now as a champion you don't the, why right why we need more substance there um, hey, let's jump in uh, to uh, how we doing on time. We still okay? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll say because we can talk all day. Yeah. I mean, but we but uh, we got an NXT Takeover Philadelphia, which is going to be in the Wells Fargo Center. That's four nights of action in the Wells Fargo Center. They're going to have that, the Rumble, Raw, and SmackDown all back to back to back to back. Um, and thankfully for them, they don't need to change the set. All they need to do is change the graphics and the lighting. Yeah. But you know, I and but, tangent. I'm sorry again. <laughs> I liked it when they went for all out for pay-per-views and had specific sets and different sets when it was a different look. Yeah. Because if I'm just going to the network or we're going to the show, CM Funk, and we see the same set that we see every week on Raw and SmackDown, we just see different lights. I'm like, I want to see something special. The only time they ever do this now is for WrestleMania. Right. That's it. Yeah, man. I mean, it's that cutting cost, man. That's and all that's it is. That's the way is. they're doing yeah. it. I mean, it's it's efficient. Yeah. You know, you don't have to have a team of people working overnight to but change they, the set. But I agree, but I mean, if you think about it, they should at least be doing it for the big four. At least. That, yeah. it, at least. Yeah. Royal Rumble the biggest. Yeah, they they, they still, they, for the uh, TLC, they still hang the uh, chairs and stuff just so they can have a big spot somewhere along yeah, the line. Yeah, they hang know? the chairs yeah. and set up the ladders on the tables. But it's not like setting. It's just right. like people putting stuff out. Yeah. And stuff. But It's not like Cyber Sunday putting a big styrofoam computer up on the I stage. I enjoyed and, that. That was awesome. People got powerbombed on the keyboard. Right. <laughs> and <laughs> thrown through the monitor. Exactly. I like uh, the ones that had cars. Up by the stage and yeah. they use the cars as part of the spots. Yeah, yeah, I want exactly. to say Austin and Foley, maybe. Oh there yeah, was a match yeah there I think so. Yeah. I think so yeah. Using the set, yeah, like they had uh, in in Philadelphia when they had WrestleMania at uh, what used to be the first Union Center or whatever. They had this big WrestleMania 15, this big metal structure, and The Rock and Stone Cold were thrown at each other, like swinging it back and forth. Like yeah. this is what I want to see. <laughs> I want to see these structures, but maybe you know, maybe for Royal Rumble we'll see something different. But as of now, even for the Big Four, they haven't been doing anything. So, um, we'll see. But anyway, NXT TakeOver Philly. Um, I'm admittedly a little bit out of touch with NXT. I don't know about y'all. What what is that? Is that a program? (laughs) (laughs) Not that out of touch. Come on, man. Um, Well, last time I watched it, Wade Barrett and uh, Heath Slater were involved. What? uh, Wait, that that was was different. NXT? Oh, my God. (laughs) So we're all out of touch with NXT. Nothing against NXT. It's it's a great idea, great uh, promotion, but I think they took all their main talent and sent them all up to the main roster to be mid-carders right now. So here's the Uh, thing. Why why are we not into – because at one point, these people that we're talking about that are on the main roster, they were just NXT talent. Right. But for some reason, we were into them. So – why is it that we're not into this new wave of NXT talent? I th- I, th- I think you've got a lot of like those guys you're talking about, like the Samoa Joes, the Sami Zayn's, the Finn Balor's, and all. They had like 
big time history prior to coming to WWE, you know, so people were truly invested in the the guys now like Gargano and um, uh, other names are escaping me, but those guys that have kind of come in from Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. maybe not quite the same level as, as Samoa Joe was when he came in. Sure. You know? So, like, I don't know if the investment is quite there at this point with these guys. So that's why I think NXT's kind of taken a little bit of a backseat, you know, recently. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I think they sent too many up to the WWE at one time. You know, you yeah. lost Bobby Roode, you lost Shinsuke, you lost Asuka, mm-hmm. all in the period of, what, six months to right. a year? Yeah, right. yeah so, less than that, maybe. Yeah, so it was too much at once, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's so over, Kill. go ahead. But even if we go back to people like your Bo Dallas and your Neville's, it's like, even then, when they were on top, they weren't the big names from somewhere else, but, right. you know, NXT was still... But they were hot down there in NXT, yeah. they were over. Yeah. Do you think that, because at one point they started doing shows where they would have, like, NXT do spots on Raw, like having them mm-hmm. do, like, do you think that they need to bring that back to, like, bring some more... Once in a while. Yeah. Not Once over Saturday. Yeah, not regularly, yeah. Really, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, because they had Kevin Owens come up when he was the NXT champion to take on people, and they had Sami Zayn come up, uh, you know, before he actually came <laughs> up. So, yeah, I think that would be good. I put them on SmackDown for God's sake. Maybe I have SmackDown. Yeah, a yeah, hot. Gosh, yeah. More hot on SmackDown. Yeah, Lord knows they need it. Too hot and hot tub. Um, do they do t- any kind of NXT recap on Raw? I don't have cables. So no, no, no. They, yeah, they, maybe that's what they need to the, do. Yeah, that way. would be good. Yeah, they barely not talk every, about it. Yeah, I mean, and what a, and it'd be a good way to get people involved in the network again. You know, exactly. You to pay that nine ninety nine. So nine ninety nine for the WWE network. Um, but they got a lot of subscriptions, but they got to keep them going too. Yeah, you know they don't have people just high sign up for it to watch one thing and then they never log in again. You who, know who, who's the champ right now? Because I know Drew McIntyre is out. Uh, good question. So this actually leads me into the card. There's four matches scheduled for so uh, NXT yeah. Takeover Philly. So Andrade Cien Almas is right, the champion. Right, okay, uh, has Zelina Vega with him, which is a a, a female talent, very good. Um, versus Johnny Gargano, which you just mentioned, uh, CM Fister. Uh, for the uh, <laughs> CM Funk, I'm sorry, right. Monkey Fist, um, for the NXT Championship. So Johnny Gargano, um, he split up with his uh, tag team partner a while back, and his tag team partner actually got injured. Um, so Johnny is in this championship match, so who knows what's going to happen with this. Should be a great match, regardless. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll see. What is his Tommaso Ciampa. That's his name. Ciampa, yeah. Maybe, I think that's another thing that hurt NXT, because we never saw the payoff to that. Oh, that was that huge. closed build. the pay-per-view, <laughs> and then he got injured. and right. Yeah, I, I think um, I think Gargano wins. I think Almas is just kind of a um, a placeholder for the championship right now. And that's all. unfortunate because he's a workhorse I, man. I, I think he is. I think he's still. I think it was such a shock him winning though that people still aren't completely sold on him. Possibly, you know, Jinder so, Mahal. Gender, yeah. Yeah, I was just about to say that. They're having their own Jinder Mahal yeah. storyline in NXT, and yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Anyway, um, but I think you Gargano, can't teach that, right? I think Gar- I think Gargano wins because he's a little bit bigger name, a little bit more established name. And then I think it sets up a, um, a match with um, Tommaso. Tommaso, yeah. Eventually, because it's I think he's you know probably about the time when he's just start coming back now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe so. the lead up to NXT uh, New Orleans or whatever it is for WrestleMania. Um, they also have Alistair Black, who was uh, one of their big golden uh, yes. chippers or whatever, against Adam Cole, baby. Now, here's something with Adam Cole. Adam Cole was probably out of all these people that have come up from the independents, the biggest name. Uh, on the independent from Ring of Honor and everything like that, I honestly think he will. Whatever happens in this match with Aleister Black, I think he ends up in the Royal Rumble. I think he's a set entrant in the Royal Rumble. Ring of Honor, Philly type type of town, you know. Uh, Adam Cole would get a huge pop as a big entrant in that Rumble. That's just my opinion. 
What do you all think about Adam Cole? Or do you all know about Adam Cole? I don't even know about Adam Cole. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Baby. I agree. I didn't even think about the whole connection Philly and Ring of Honor and yeah. all that. That would make Huge a ton connection. of sense for a pop and all that. Because um, I actually was thinking about it the other way. I think I think Cole wins the match. I think Undisputed Era probably will help him out in some fashion. Because mm-hmm. Aleister Black is, they're going to try to protect Black since he's undefeated. And sure. he's, he's one of their bigger stars, growing stars at this point. Yeah. See, I think I think Cole wins, but then that, you know, whenever you lose a match one night, usually you come back in some bigger fashion the next night right. and everything. Yeah. And I think Black maybe sh- um, shows up in the Rumble match, you know, comes in with his big entrance. I know wow. it's, you know, it might be a little difficult if they only do a 60-minute, you know, intervals with the uh, <laughs> with the Rumble people because, you know, you got to, it's like The Undertaker coming in, but. 60 seconds. You know, yeah. I'm sorry, 90 six, seconds. Yeah, 60, 60 minute intervals. Right. Man, you got to start that pre-show yeah, uh, sorry. last week. I think they did start it, yeah. <laughs> But I don't know. If, I, I think I, I like the Cole idea. Though. Okay. I think that would be huge for uh, for that area. So. And that's an extreme rules match, apparently. Alistair Black and Adam Cole. So Who knew? Who knew? I didn't know <laughs> until I just read it. Um, we got Ember Moon, who won the women's championship uh, after Asuka re- basically retired undefeated and came up to you know the main roster, as you just mm-hmm. said, Jam and Jason. And she's taking on Shayna Baszler. Now... I have to admit, I have no idea who that she is. is. She is former UFC, former four horsewomen, UFC horsewomen. Uh, is that who that is? Yeah, she is a friend of Ronda Rousey. So. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. That's That explains that. Yeah, so uh, that's why she's getting the big push. You know? Something tells me Ronda Rousey's been uh, ringside NXT before. I think that might happen again. Yeah, yeah. Very, very well <laughs> possible now, so... Okay, yeah. so I, do you think? Or, I thought I knew that name, but I couldn't remember where. Go ahead. I'm predicting a stable with Ronda Rousey, her friend, what's Shayna her name? Baszler. Shayna Baszler. Baszler, and what's the other girl from uh, Absolution with Paige? Paige is Absolution, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, All right, yes. the one girl that's also has an MMA fight in history. Oh, um, dude, yeah. not Mandy Rose. Not Mandy. No, yeah, the, the other, other one. one. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. Mandy Rose was a part of that Tough Enough crew, I think. Right, yeah. yeah that yeah. last Tough Enough, which I'd like to see come back, yeah. by the way. Actually, she was a part of Tough Enough, too. Yes. She, the other girl. Oh, yeah, she was. She they was. Both yeah, were. yeah, they both were on the same one. So, I'm thinking of stable, man, with them. Players. I see. I like stable. Hey, yeah, get get yeah. them women. If you want to establish women's what? wrestling, not only have them have all these matches that the men can do, but give them stables. Right. You know, more than, they got Absolution, they got the Riot Squad or whatever it's it is. It's easy way to create a character, too. That's create right. characters. So That's a great well, way I mean, to promote. They, they, there were rumors that the Four UFC horsewomen, so Ronda Rousey's friends, in addition to Baszler, there were two others that were supposed to sign with WWE from what I was hearing and everything, but then that kind of fell through. They decided they didn't really have any interest in all. So, Never know. They, they wanted to do the four horsewomen against the four horsewomen, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. Charlotte, uh, Becky, sure. Bailey, and Sasha against yeah. Ronda and her crew, but, you know, obviously it doesn't look like that's probably going to happen, but you never, never say know. never either, so... Uh, I'm excited, and, and and this is something I want to prevent to present to you, to Jam and Jason. We've talked about this before. Shayna Baszler is sort of a ringer, yeah. so it's not like they're established NXT talent where all these people are busting their ass in the performance center day in and day out. What do you think about this major pay-per-view giving this unknown, basically, as far as the wrestling world goes, a championship match? I mean, don't you think it should be given to somebody with a little bit more established uh, who's coming up in the system or whatever the case may be? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, or is this more of a promotional thing? I think it's more of a promotional thing. I think it's more to just sell network buys and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. And then also, like you guys said, to get Ronda Rousey maybe in the front row again, you know. Yeah. And then maybe it's not announced by WWE, but it's assumed and people know it by now. And then when you watch the Royal Rumble, Ronda Rousey, there she comes. Yeah. Um, I think for the match itself, though, just to kind of get back to that, maybe just a a second. I think that um, Baszler will win that, like, 
what you're saying about the promotional part of it. Win the title? That, 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 yeah, I think she might win the title. I, th- I think that gives Ember Moon the freedom to come up. You know, I mean, they're really pushing to get as many new women names out there as they can on the major programming, so on the main roster and all yeah. that. So, I mean, Ember Moon's probably the biggest female star NXT has at this point, um, even though the... Uh, it's at Peyton Royce and uh, I forgot who her Ruby Riot and it's, the other chick. Well, no, it's um, in NXT. Oh, no, sorry, yeah, in the, NXT. Uh, I apologize. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the two that are like uh, I forgot what their name is, but they're like I know Peyton Royce. Over. I know the other chick. Yeah, yeah but um, so I mean, I think Number Moon. Maybe she comes into the Rumble. You know, women's Rumble match. I mean, I think you're gonna see a lot of women that you know, you wouldn't expect in the uh, women's Rumble match just because there's. Not that many to fill. Get into that right in the next thing. segment. Yeah, what do you think? See, I'm thinking that they have to keep Ember Moon on NXT because because she is the biggest women star that they have. And she's I their think, only. She's right. Huge. And I don't star. think they've adequately built up anybody else yet. You know, yeah. when they took up Charlotte, they still had other people. They still had right. Bailey down there. They still had Oscar and all this stuff. And I think that that was the reason it took them a long time to bring Oscar up was because she was it. You know, yeah. they had already taken the four horsewomen up. And that was all they had. And I think Ember Moon is in that position right now. True. That's a good point. Now, with this title, though, since Asuka held that title for so long, and now Ember Moon has it, now that title can kind of be a hot potato if they need it to be because they don't have this huge year-long storyline behind that title right now. Right. They have the freedom a little bit right now to so, do what they want. But anything is, uh, anything is possible. NXT was built for creating new superstars for the... For the WWE, regardless, they didn't expect NXT to take off the way it did. NXT is now its own element; it's a, its own thing. Right. So, it's still going to be fun to watch. I, I think we'll still watch it. Um, maybe even right here at the mansion. Who knows? Yeah. Um, one more match: the Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, uh, who are the new uh, NXT Tag Team Champions as of a couple weeks ago, uh, taking on the authors of Pain, Akam and Razor, uh, in a rematch for the Tag Team Championship. Now, I'm I'm pretty excited about this one. I like the Authors of Pain. I wasn't digging them when they first came out, but I kind of like they've established themselves as a big dominant tag team, and they're actually a tag team. <laughs> so that's pretty good. And then uh, Fish and O'Reilly, I mean, that's that's a tag team that was in Ring of Honor, in Japan, all over the place. Um, so uh, any thoughts about this match, guys? Tag team championship. I mean, it, I mean, it's two contrasting styles. you got, you know, more or less cruiserweights going up sure. against uh, mm-hmm. you know big bruisers and stuff. So mm-hmm. I think I think that dynamic is always exciting because it, it just shows what each team can truly do in the ring. So true. Uh, yeah. But as far as winning it, I I would think that the UE will probably uh, hold on to the title since they UE. just won them. Yeah, the undisputed era. Apparently, they weren't too happy about that name. Yeah, yeah. interesting. But anyway, okay. I like it. Any guys? Anything no, else? I don't mind that name. Um, I I, I don't I'm. I don't know the Undisputed Era that well, but I've seen the Authors of Pain. I remember when they first came in. Yeah. Um, I'm like you. like I, I, I wasn't a big fan. I can't say that I really am, but I would like to see them do a, uh, a feud with the Bludgeon Brothers because they're both like <sighs> gimmicky groups, yeah, big bruisers. Yes. Like, that would be pretty cool. Give That would be cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's it. Uh, there might be more on the next Takeover, but I think it's probably only going to be a two-hour show, and uh, they might add one more match in there. But as of right now, that's it. Um, but, you know, watch it on the WWE Network and... Enjoy yourself. Man, we were talking about women. Can I ask... All right, uh, this past Raw, if you guys seen it, do you feel like Asuka, the crowd is starting to turn on her a bit? Were you hitting some booze out there when she faced Nia Jax? Because... Um, I, I, a little bit of 
50-50 dissension. Yeah. I don't know if it's because they're trying to get over for Nia Jax. I don't know if it's because it's her Total Divas run or because of the things she's doing with Enzo. Who knows? But, I mean, maybe it's because of what you said. They're not giving her the the special attraction push that she deserves. Yeah, I, th- I think Asuka's too saturated now. She's worn every week wrestling. She's wrestled Bliss. She's wrestled Jax. Like, yeah. there's nothing for her to go do other than win the title, which is, you know, obviously going to happen at some point. But, yeah, I think it's just too much. Instead of leaving her as a as an attraction, you know, they've just got her watered down now, and fans are o- kind of over it. I mean, she doesn't get the pop. Her music doesn't get the pop it used to. Right. I think she would be a good uh, heel, honestly. I I can see her with the attitude being a good heel. I think she was a heel when she was in uh, Japan. NXT NXT for a little bit. You're right. Yeah, she was. Yeah, until she got over, yeah. It's kind of like the whole Shinsuke thing all over again. (laughs) Right, right. It's like overexposed. Yep. Totally agree. Well, I'll tell you what, that's a great conversation. I'll take one more small break. And then we'll come back and we'll talk the Royal Rumble. We'll go over the card. We'll go over the predictions. And then um, in a couple of weeks when we come back and do uh, a review show, we'll do the same thing. We'll go over the card again. We'll actually what did happen and then what's going on moving forward. But um, this time, Big Ugly, I know you want to take us into break. I know you want to say something loud, proud, and extremely flamboyant when we go into break. So we'll be right back. And Big Ugly says, bye. I love it. See the line where the sky meets the sea, it calls me. And no one knows how far it goes. And we're back. And yep. how far <laughs> yep. how far I'll go. How far will you go? Um, you know, we did mention this earlier. They had uh uh, well, well, by the way, uh, Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. I'm Dirty Mike. Big Ugly. Jam Jason. CM Funk. That's what we like to hear. Uh, Jimmy Fallon, like a surprise guest, was Triple H and Stephanie McMahon and the New Day. By the way, we helped get them over. First time in Philadelphia in Royal Rumble. They rock. A couple years ago. They do. <laughs> they do rock. That's they what do they rock. say. Yeah. Um, so they did a lip sync battle. and uh, it, it who? was uh, Who? 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 <laughs> it was, uh, I did not think that was going to get over, man. When they kept doing that, I was like, and that's one of the biggest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, these one-word phrases, yeah. you know, what, yes, who, uh, who, yeah. what, when, where, oh, why, yeah. how, oh. <laughs> all these, what are they, pronouns? I don't know what the hell they are. Pronouns, pal. Oh, pronouns, <laughs> pal. Oh, got a Vince Russo story for you in a minute. But anyway, because that was a Vince thing. Um, dude, forgot it. Okay, lip sync battle, yes, on Jimmy Fallon. It was pretty good. Uh, and they sang uh, Motown Philly. I believe uh, Jimmy Fallon and The New Day sang that. Nice. And then it was supposed to be either Seek and Destroy by Metallica or How Far I'll Go from the movie Moana, uh, which The Rock was in. Uh, so that's the one they end up singing. Stephanie crushed it, apparently, and then Triple H divvied out, you know, because he was <laughs> doing his thing. Uh, so that was pretty good. Um so if that song happens to be on here or the Michael Buffer, let's get ready to rumble. If you if you hear sound bites, that's why, because the Big Ugly is talented. And this is what we do. We don't pay licensing rights for sound bites. We just steal them. I mean, we should have about 20 sponsors on this show between, you know, Frosties and Burger Cookies and Coke Zero, sugar and vitamin water now, and whatever else we've promoted on this show. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's fantastic. But anyway. We have a great conversation so far. Let's talk about the Royal Rumble itself. We've been dancing around this all day, every day. Uh, this is uh, the 30th or 31st installment of the Royal Rumble. I can't remember how many years it's been. Long time. Yeah, long time. 
And uh, they've had several different things, 20 people, 30 people, 40 people at one point in time, which they'll never talk about again because Alberto Del Rio won it and he's <laughs> no longer in the company. Um, but uh, they've had t- two-minute intervals, 90-second intervals, 60-second intervals one time with Shawn Michaels won it. That one was way too fast. No 60-minute yeah. intervals, though? No, no. You talked about that early. Oh, no 60-minute intervals. Um, we're talking about that. Uh, you know, as I said, that we'd have to start the pay-per-view now. It's a week away, but <laughs> we'll get to that. Shawn won back-to-back ones, right? Um, I think Stone Cold's the only one who went back-to-back. Hogan won back-to-back. Did he? Yeah, and Stone Cold. Shawn Michaels won it twice, but okay, I think it was... But it wasn't back-to-back. Yeah, two okay. separate years. Uh, Austin won it three times. Hogan won it twice. Randy Orton's won it twice. Twice, I think. Now? Yeah. Um, any more multiple winners that we can think of? By the numbers, as they always like to say? But uh, no, Santino Morella still has the shortest time. One second. One second. Came in, came out. I don't think... Does anybody beat ever that. beat that? No. No, I, don't I don't think so. Think so. Uh, oh, man. And I think the longest time was... They keep saying it's Rey Mysterio at 62-12, but I think it was longer. I think it was actually Bob Backlund stayed in longer when he lost it. Like 65 minutes. But they never talk about that. Well, it didn't, never happened, probably. Well, I mean, Backlund is still a WWE Hall of Famer. Legend. Yeah. He was trying to make Superstar. Darren Young great. What was the other one? Rey Mysterio um, had it, but who else came in? Well, Chris Benoit won the Royal Rumble, but you never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, is Darren Young... Did he get fired? Who that? Darren Young. Did he? Yeah. Who? Did he? Yeah. He Fired? Like a, yeah. Who? Oh, man. Darren Young. Who? Darren Young. Who? <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. He was there, uh, you know, coming out superstar. Because yeah. he did, and uh, that, you know that's a community right there. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, by the numbers, the Royal Rumble is always one of the most exciting events to watch. Just a countdown from ten to zero, hearing the buzzer go off, you know, whatever it is. You ever watch Grown Ups? The buzzer, the guy, the coach. That was pretty good. But anyway, a tangent. This is what I do. Uh, but we all love the Royal Rumble, Chad. Uh, you know, you and I, CM Funk, are going. We will be there you live. Know, live. And in person. And in person. <laughs> Both. Both. <laughs> live and in person, yeah. Uh, and we, we got it there. I think TJ, shout out to him. He's going to be there. Uh, and a lot of people are going to be there because there's 16,000, 17,000 people right. can be at in least, that uh, yeah. arena. So. Not you know, to mention all the superstars that'll be there. Right. They'll be there. So yeah, they might be pushing fire code on that one. Right. Um, but we have traditionally the Royal Rumble match, and now we have two Royal Rumble matches: one men, one women. All thirty participants. Two, all, two, right? All ninety-second intervals. Uh, so let's go with the card first, and then let's work our way up to the two Royal Rumble matches. I first of all, I think the ladies' Royal Rumble match, the women, I think that's going to lead off the show, the main show, the main show. The show. I agree. You're, they're not going to put that on the pre-show. No. <laughs> all right, that'd be so disrespectful. That would be <laughs> terrible. <laughs> they could, but you never know. Uh, we got several matches though. We got enough room for a pre-show, so let's start with that. So we got Enzo Amore defending the Cruiserweight Championship, keeping two hundred five alive, Jam and Jason, right. against Cedric. The Alexander. Cedric the Entertainment. Whatever it is. Cedric Alexander. Uh, that, okay. Yeah, so Chad's yeah, not impressed. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, that may be a yeah. pre-show kickoff match. Yeah. Um, I don't know who's going to win. I, I don't know if I exactly care at this point because it's... I, I, I'm more intrigued with the Enzo Naya storyline just because I want to see where it goes. Yeah, yeah me too. Okay. Yeah, and I feel like when Enzo first came over to 205 Live, it was like, you know, it was a shot in the arm and needed. But at yeah. this point, it's just like... He hasn't had anybody to like come up to like his level of yeah entertainment. You know, Goldust and, uh, is there? Goldust. 
But he, Drew, I mean, Drew Gulak. He, but you're he, right. He, Drew Gulak is putting on a bit of a show. If you ever get a chance to yes. really watch him, I he, love. He, Drew he's Gulak. been fantastic on the mic. But yeah, but it's on two hundred five live mostly. Which, yeah, and it's in between that second and third hour of Raw where you have a hot segment and then you lead up to the end and then nobody's watching anymore. Yeah. So I mean, the yeah outside of Enzo, what do you got? Like Drew Dett. Yeah, because Drew, he, I enjoy the PowerPoint presentations. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's, and it's then, good uh, stuff. He reminds me of a very early Kurt Angle. Yeah, kind of yeah, playing the true. dorky yeah. character, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's yeah. true. Yeah, it's Andrew. true. <laughs> uh, we have the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, uh, defending their SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Two out of three falls, mind you. Man, one of them took that Uso penitentiary thing very seriously. Yeah, oh, Jay, yeah. yeah. we're going to talk about that in a second. I'm yeah, glad you brought that up. Jay. Against oh, Chad man. Gable and Shelton Benjamin. All right, tell me, talk about this, Big Ugly, since it's out there. Yeah, so hold on. Which one was it? It's Jay. It's the it one that's Jay. not on Total Divas. Yeah. Right, right. So, <laughs> right. so, yeah, so Jay gets arrested for DUI, driving drunk. Yep. yep. And, uh, so, yeah, so I mean, did they let him go? Yeah. yeah, he's out. Okay. But WWE, did they announce this on their website or did they, are they trying to sweep this under? This, I don't I think go. they were trying to sweep it under. This was like almost like a TMZ reported thing at first, you know, and of course other news outlets picked it up. But there hasn't been much comment from WWE yeah, in that situation. Yeah, I mean, he was he was on SmackDown this past week, like right. after it happened. So and that was live. Did yeah. you watch that? I, I, you know, it was, on my you DV- on- <laughs> it was on my DVR, so it, was, it, it showed up to this week. Um, yeah, yeah I fantastic. I don't know. I, I think I think that maybe they're holding off to the Rumble to finally, you know, kind of uh, bring the hammer down on Orange yeah. J and have the Usos lose. That's what I say. Do they yeah, make them lose the titles? Or now? they could just say yeah. it's all a part. It was just a work. Then, then <laughs> it's part they, of give it. I mean, that way they could suspend him after the fact, you know. Yeah. And on then ninety days, and then he's back for WrestleMania, or the night after WrestleMania. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think? Uh, two out of three falls. Uh, first of all, and we've talked about this before, the Usos are the best tag team in the world right now at this point in time. Uh, they're putting on five-star matches every time they go out there. Love the Uso segments. So uh, what do you think, guys? Jamie Jason, you excited about this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully they do it the, where it actually makes it to the third fall because I hate two out of three fall matches <laughs> where it's just 2-0 and oh and done, you know. It's like, what's the point? Yeah. I mean, if they did it more often, that'd be one thing, but they, they don't do them that often. Right, so it's, it's got to go all three yeah, falls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big ugly? Um, I just want to say one thing. Okay. Going back to uh, Jay's suspension, Ooh, possibly. So. I feel like his cousin Roman might be helping him out, man, because Roman's steroid thing, it's taking a lot of the attention away from mm. his yeah. his DUI. Because Roman's a bigger star, you know what I'm of saying? Of course. And the steroids thing has always been like a big thing with athletes, so I feel like that could help him out and help the sweep under the rug. They might not do anything to him. Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah. Possible you never too. know. I mean, yeah. we see all this stuff on all the social media and everything like that, but the WWE doesn't necessarily announce all of it. Now, some of it they announce, you know, when we see this kind of stuff happen, and some of it they announce, but not this one, yeah. not any of this. Yeah. Um, we have, um, oh, by the way, I want to throw this out there. Again, this is another tangent. You know, remember when Braun Strowman this past week on Monday Night Raw, like, threw Michael Cole off the stage into the mosh pit? Y'all see that? Yes. Yeah. All right, did you see Booker T actually push Michael Cole out of the way into the way of Braun Strowman when yes. he got up out of his chair. Yeah. Fantastic. Was, was this yeah. was the, now Booker T, Hall of Famer, you know, five time, five time, five time, five. He push, you know, he's the ch- wrestler. He pushes Michael Cole out of the way and puts him in the line of fire. Is this storyline to give Booker T heat to be a heel announcer, or is this was that just an accident? What is this? Definitely. Anybody? 
definitely heat to make him more of a heel announcer because I'm so confused when it comes to Corey Graves and Booker T. I don't know who's heel. I don't know who's face. Thank you. I'm glad I'm not the only one, man, because it's like sometimes Booker just goes complete heel and it's just like, okay. And then he's like saying something for the baby face and I'm just like, what's what's happening? Uh, Corey Graves does the same thing. He puts over the heel like make big time and then he puts over the face. Same thing. Like I think they got it completely backwards. Booker T should be the face and Corey Graves should be the heel because Corey Graves is a fantastic heel. But yes, I think... Corey Graves is awesome. Yeah, I think uh, Booker T pushing Michael Cole was completely storyline <laughs> just to get him over as okay. more of a heel. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was funny because no, they didn't even point it out until after the fact if it was over. Right. Right. Corey. Corey and uh, who's the other guy that replaced Michael Cole? Tom, oh, no. Tom. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I can't ever remember his name. I love him. Though. Yeah. It, like they made sure to point it out to Booker T of what he did and all, and I was like, oh, good. They didn't like just sweep that under the rug. You know, <laughs> it was like <laughs> I like all these little teasers they're kind of putting in here now and. This Jam and Jason, this kind of had back to the attitude era. They would throw in, they would shove it all in your face, but they would throw out teasers to where you want to watch the next segment or you want to yeah. watch the next yeah. week for each segment because yeah. there's something going on in every segment. So I love the Braun Strowman thing, like everything they did with him after the fire, you know, like all the stuff backstage. They fired him and rehired him in right. one night. So the funny part for me was when he went into the truck and he was supposed to be like messing things up and trying to tell everybody to get out, but he literally does nothing but knock right. over papers right. and then he just leaves. Oh, he ain't going to mess up Vince's <laughs> right, truck exactly. unless they had a gimmick truck like, out there. Yeah. Yeah. And they're making a big deal about, oh, this truck is like, you know, what, $11 million or something. It's like, he didn't do anything. But then, <laughs> then he turned over to Gimmick Semi, you yeah, know, he did, he did that. Yeah. But there was no electric uh, electric equipment or anything yeah. packed up to that thing. And that guy sat standing there holding a cake. I want to be that yeah, guy. Right. I would have loved to be <laughs> that extra. Best part of the yeah. whole backstage thing. Yeah. Best part. <laughs> and he just picked it up and didn't, didn't he just say cake? Cake or cake. something, or he, it's picked, good. He, he picked it up and took a bite and just looked at him and shook his head and then yeah. walked away. And the guy, yeah, just, yeah. It was like the guy, guy was frozen. Yeah. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was I loved that spot. I mean, I, I think that storyline just to tell a storyline and the whole like story of Raw for three hours that was great. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. And it was very reminiscent of the Attitude Era, yeah, like Stone Cold. Okay, definitely. you're out of the match. You're not going to get the championship match. Yeah. Oh, no, you're back in the match. Uh, yeah. 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 I was yeah. a little disappointed, though, that they hired and fired him within the first hour. Like, I was like, okay. They, Let him go and hire him back. They could have drawn us out a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't quite understand that. They could have gone the whole, because, like, what was the main event? Oh, well, it was the return of the curb stomp, I guess, was the, really what was the main That's event. exactly what they were trying what? to do at the end. But it was, what was it, uh, Seth Rollins versus one of the... The, the bar, right? yeah. I think. Uh, sure. Seamus or whatever. Not. Yeah. Cesaro. Right. Been. I think. Okay. But they were all <laughs> out there. But I, uh, yeah, but the thing we're taking away from that is the curb stomp or the breakthrough or the breakdown or whatever. The blackout. Right. Damn it. Blackout. Sorry. <laughs> blackout. I apologize. Don't so, worry. You've got the whole road to WrestleMania. To I what do. Called, to so. figure it out until they ban it again. Yeah. Um, so we do have, uh, talking about that, Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan defending the Raw Tag Team Championships against Cesaro and Seamus. I'm actually really excited for this match. Um, I like everybody in it. I think Jason Jordan, even though we didn't know what was going on with him for a while, has now got some steam and some heat because it's yeah, so. Yeah. It's just what is what's going to happen next, right? Yeah. And now Seth Rollins has got some juice behind him because he's got the curb stomp back. Cesaro and Sheamus, I've always loved, and I think they're great as a tag team as the bar. All right, let's throw it out there. What do you guys think of anybody in this match or this match in general? Go ahead. I I think that uh, I think Jordan Rollins uh, win, but I think that the dissension that has been building is still going to continue to build in some fashion. Maybe it's not just in this match. Maybe these guys are in the Rumble match later, and mm. there's something that happens there. Who knows? But um, I think they win. I, originally, I was thinking when I saw the curb blackout 
Uh, come, Black out. When I when I saw that make its return, I thought, oh, that's how they're winning their matches from now on. But I think it's gonna. I think they're gonna hold off on Rollins using that all the time because it'll just become stale. We're sure. Have the pop special thing, right? I think it'll be like um, WrestleMania main event, or like, yeah, it'll be like the Styles Clash where he only pulls it out, you know, yeah, on big, big, big matches. So. They almost banned that one too for a while, but right. uh, they brought it back, and he does it once in a while. Yeah, so I, th- I think Jordan and Rollins do win it because I don't think it makes sense for them to take the titles off him immediately. You know, I mean, they just beat the bar. You know, Does it lead to a feud between the two of them eventually? I think eventually. It's got to. Okay. Because I think that's where they were going with Dean Ambrose, but Dean Ambrose got <laughs> yeah, injured. Right. So I think they were leading to turn him heel, perhaps, and then have him feud with Rollins. Yeah. Agreed. Which was probably a WrestleMania thing. Yeah. Which I'm glad they didn't, because I, I don't want to see another S.H.I.E.L.D. member turn on yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. again. Yeah. It's already been done before. Right. It, you know, if this happens with Jason Jordan, I think it's okay because, um, you know, he's not part of the shield yeah but i do think uh, i agree with cm funk that they're going to keep the belt on them because other than that there's no reason for them to be a tag team anymore right and i think they're going to keep this going for a little bit um so i think the bar and the bar doesn't need the titles they're yeah, i mean exactly. they're good they're now they are the bar they're yeah right. exactly <laughs> 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 i love both of them though cesaro's getting some of his speech uh back you know after getting busted in the mouth yeah uh so that's pretty good but i like all four of the guys in this match and I, I was I'm still excited to see the uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship, but I think both Tag Team Championships have some relevance now, and it's yeah. actually bringing some tag team wrestling, a lot of good uh, psychology in the ring, good spots, good timing. So I like it. I think all these guys work well together. Yep. Let's. Uh, any other thoughts about that before we go on about any of these guys or the match? It's gonna be a good one. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the WWE Champion A. J. Styles, the house that AJ Styles built, uh, defending the title in a handicap match against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn with the looming storyline of Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. Um, we touched on this earlier. I think this match has nothing behind it. I'm not sure where they're going with this or what they're doing. My opinion, I can just tell you that they're probably leading to another Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn feud somewhere down the road. But Kevin Owens is the face and Sami Zayn is the heel. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Anything about this match? Go ahead, Jamie, Jason. Uh, it's not really a match I want to see. I'd rather see AJ versus Sammy. I think that would be something a little different. Hell Mix yeah. it up a little bit. Hell and dope. that's the problem with SmackDown. They're just not mixing it up. They're just stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just yeah. like CM Funk said earlier, they're too focused on the Daniel Bryan Shane thing. Yes. Yeah. That's what they want to put out there. This this AJ and and Sammy and Kevin Owens thing, that's just like, you know, yeah. in the background. Yeah, yeah. it's fueling yeah. this storyline. Right. I guess they'll both be out there, maybe ringside for this match. Yeah. Perhaps, I'm not yeah. sure. I, th- I, th- I think Daniel Bryan probably screws KO and Sammy just to, to change that. I mean, I, to, to me, Daniel Bryan all depends on where he's at as far as... Coming back. Coming back, his contract running out, all that kind of stuff. Because I heard his contract's like only after WrestleMania or something like that. It's It's not that far down. So, um, you know, I think maybe he screws uh, KO and Sami Zayn just since he's been born. Yeah, Cammy. Didn't they call call him that? Somebody did. AJ did it. Yeah, I think he did. I think it was a Um, rib and and then he uh, popped uh, Renee Young. He he started laughing. (laughs) So, I I don't know. Or or maybe they do something where uh, Sami Zayn jumps in and gets the pin to set up the um, Sami Zayn uh, KO splitting up and like sure. you said um, you know Dirty you know 
the KO becomes face and Sammy's the heel, you know, in a title match or just in a regular, you yeah, know, um, story. Because we've only seen that feud twice between Owens and Zayn, so right. they got to so do it at least seven more times. <laughs> right. It's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't happened in 2018. Right. So exactly. Yeah. New for this year. Right. New for this year. I think uh, I think Styles keeps the title. I think uh, he's got to run all the way, maybe through WrestleMania. I, I think Owens and Zayn would be just a feud on its own by itself, and so Shane, Daniel Bryan, same thing by itself. Um, so maybe it'll be better than we give it credit for. But uh, I mean, you got three of the best performers in the world in the ring together. You do. So yeah, well, not in the ring together necessarily. Not since together. Handicap, but right. Um, you know, but you you got the chance of it being a really solid match. I mean, AJ always steps up he does. on pay-per-views. So. He made Ginger look pretty good. Yeah, he <laughs> sure did. <laughs> That's <laughs> style in itself. Yeah. Um, now we can't get away from uh, three people in a championship match at a Royal Rumble because we had a triple threat match in Philadelphia, which was one of the best matches ever, that which was, was Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, and John Cena. Um, but now... Um, they have Brock Lesnar. Even better. Even better. <laughs> even better. Defending the Universal Championship <sighs> against the fired and rehired Braun Strowman and against the certain-to-be first ballot Hall of Famer at some point in time, but still in the WWE after 25 years, Kane. Interesting choice because you got the big red machine, you got the man amongst men, um, and you got the beast. So I'm excited to see the... The car crash that this is going to be. Um, I don't know if this is going to go too long. This is not an endurance match. This is more of a street fight, in my opinion. I better see some flying office chairs. Yeah, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're, 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 everything will be flying. There will be yeah. people through tables. It's yeah. It, uh, to me, this is Brock wins, beat pins Kane. That's it. Okay. There you go. Cause, so it doesn't look make Strowman look any weaker. Right. And it, it doesn't Strowman. hurt Kane at all. And it protects all three of them, actually, especially Brock and Strowman. I mean, and if you don't do too much damage to Strowman in the match, he can come back in the Rumble match. And, I would hope and, so. you know, raise hell there. So Now, before we go on with... Uh, actually, let me just write that down as a tangent. But go on, Big Ugly. What do you think about this match? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think that Brock is just going to pin Kane. Um, I, but I'm actually... Um, do you guys think they're going to crown? Do you think? Do you think that uh, Strowman is they're setting him up to be the next quote unquote? I guess Lesnar, so to speak. Because I feel like for me, the you know forever dominant Brock Lesnar, like I don't know, it's like kind of worn off for me. Like you know, I'm ready to start seeing someone else like taking that that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, instead of it just being like, oh, he can beat everybody. Like you know, I, as we discussed before, you know, I wasn't a big fan of the way he just took Braun Strowman out when they first had their match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that just didn't make sense to me. Yep. You know, so, they need to forget that ever happened. That right. was a bad move. Yes, yeah. it was. Bad so, um, so yeah, I, you know, I'm just ready to see somebody else like move up. You know? Okay, I like it. Uh, big uh, Jamie Jace. Yeah, I was just gonna say I'd almost rather see um, Reigns versus Strowman at WrestleMania than. Lesnar versus Reigns, if that's what they're going for. Oh, you know? yeah, man. I'm yeah. just kind of done with Lesnar. Like, yeah. part-time champion, I just yeah. it. I don't mind him being an attraction, but uh, maybe not as the champion with the title at this point. It worked when he beat Cena a couple years ago, which we watched. Yeah. CM Funk. But uh, it, not now. It's, it's too dry. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who else does Lesnar have to go through at this point? He's beaten everybody, including Strowman, right. as you know, we mentioned. So, I mean, 
what what's left there for Lesnar to prove? I mean, they need to bring somebody completely fresh and new and huge in in order mm-hmm. to face him to have it any sort of relevance at this point. I yeah, mean, and it really even doesn't matter necessarily who they try to put him up against because Paul Heyman can sell anything to anybody. Yeah. At this point, I wasn't too excited about the match to begin with, but Paul Heyman's actually selling me on watching the car crash that this match will be. You should see all the ice the Eskimos have now. That's <laughs> Heyman. He's been. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, so we got two championship matches there. We got two tag team championship matches. We got a cruiserweight championship match. Uh, right now, no U.S. title, no intercontinental title. Um, now, before we talk about the Rumbles, what do you think about guys working two times in one night? Um, not everybody, but like we just talked about Strowman. Uh, you know, before, when they had the Royal Rumbles of old, you know, early in the day, they would have your regular matches, and then you would have the Rumble. No crossover. Then you would have specialty crossover then you'd have everybody crossover like every like you saw all these people and then every single one of them's in the rumble because they didn't have the roster that they had now what do you think about crossovers big ugly start with you yeah i don't particularly care for it i felt like you know the guys that are in the matches early on in the show likely they're all in championship matches sure you know what i'm saying and so it's like they already are fighting for you know some type of championship so that's their time you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying i feel like it should stay that way and plus also i think when you do the crossover no one expects depending on who it is the people from the crossover to win the royal rumble right you know what i'm saying um because they've already competed right exactly now i feel like somebody like a braun Strowman is a special case yeah you know um but other than that yeah i just prefer to be separate didn't didn't reigns crossover last year yeah he had a match and then came in number 31 yep and that was a surprise, or, uh, two, too. Yeah, or two years ago, not last year. Yeah, not yet last year. No, two years ago. Um, Randy Orton won last year. Right, yeah. Which they uh, completely seemed to forget about. Yeah. <laughs> because it was a terrible WrestleMania match. But anyway, so moving I, on. I mean, I I think if it makes sense storyline-wise that, you know, having him cross over, that's fine. Like a Strowman. Like, he makes perfect sense to, you know, be upset, you know, because he lost to Lesnar again or, you know, or he got screwed in the match. Mm-hmm. He comes in and he just, like, starts eliminating everybody, you know, like crazy. I mean, it makes sense there, but... You know, um, and then he's big enough name where to win it, you know, would go over you yeah. know, perfectly well. But yeah, I mean, to just have random guys like that, say, um, say Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin, you know, lose, you know, the tag team title match or whatever, and, yeah, that's and have one of the two of them Rumble. come in, like, yeah, who cares? Like, yeah. it's not going to yeah. pop anybody. It's just filling a spot. So. Yeah, wasted spot in the yeah. Rumble. What do you think? Yeah, I agree definitely with what you're saying about Strowman, especially if he's the one not to take the pin in the championship match. There you that go. Right. Perfect. All right, you weren't, you didn't take the loss. Yeah, yeah. So, so bring him in. Yeah. I agree, yeah. and uh, we'll, we'll hopefully see that. Uh, we'll talk about the men's Royal Rumble match in a minute. Let's talk about the women. Um, so first time ever women's Royal Rumble. Um, we do have some superstars that are slated to be in it right now, um, and of course, lots of room for other Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and surprises, which we're going to go over in a minute. But Naomi slated to be in it. Asuka, Ruby, War- uh, Ruby Riot, Natalia, uh, Sasha Banks. Bailey, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, uh, Carmella, who is still the Money in the Bank holder. Let's not forget. Oh, she could have two uh, t- opportunities to win the title. She could. Uh, Tamina, Lana, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Mickey James, Nia Jax, Becky Lynch, Alisa Fox, Alicia Fox, and Dana Brooks. So by my count, that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. That's 18 people declared. 18 of 30 entrants have been announced. Paige originally announced her participation. However, she was pulled due to neck injury. Paige is gone for good. This yeah. is an edge situation. Paige is out forever. 
That sucks, but I think she'll still Terrible. be doing the uh, mouthpiece for absolutely mm, sure. Yeah, right? I yeah. so. and, and I think it's a perfect role for her too. Yeah. You know, if, I mean, she's she's yeah. great at it. So I don't think it's going to be too much of a loss other than for her not being able to wrestle. It just sucks because we know, you know. Nobody could, there could never be a payoff, you know. Right. It's right. like, you know, she'll talk, but nobody can ever touch her, so. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> but she's a good talker. I mean, she's yeah. a great character, so hopefully she's back and they'll let her, you know, it's got to be, got to suck for her. You know, yeah. she can't ever wrestle again, and that's what's her passion. Especially after being off for, what, a year, year and a half, right, all exactly. the stuff that's going on and yep. leaked videos and whatnot. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, so. Videos that we have never watched. Um, but uh, Never even heard of. Never yeah. heard of. Yeah. True. This is This is the dirty ugly, but not that dirty. Um, yeah, we're not right. Not wrong. We're just fans. That's right. Of videos. Oh. <laughs> of all kinds. My goodness. Yep. You can't see that one on the WWE Network. Um, so what do we think here? Um, let's go with uh, predictions with surprise entrance. Let's go with predictions of winners. Let's talk. Uh, first of all, I believe they said mentioned Lita on the Raw 25. So I would think that Lita being one of the premier person in women's wrestling that they would have her come into this rumble if she's physically able to yeah that's my first choice uh and the other one is trish stratus that i believe totally uh, definitely cool so what do you guys think throw them out there where are we throwing our winners throw out winners or women or both i I think as a surprise participant i think uh beth phoenix especially Ah, being inducted to the hall of fame i mean she still looks in really good shape true that you know i think uh maybe she Makes a little surprise. Plus, she she's actually participated in the men's event, so uh, yeah, she has. Yeah. So she can be one of the she can be the only person to compete in both, you know, yeah. the women's and the men's event. That's right. Well, uh, yeah. Well, that would be right. That would be the only person. Yeah, China, China. China can't do it. Well, yeah, she's uh, booked. I mean, she would be a surprise Otherwise. entrant. Yes, that yeah, would be a big surprise. Yeah, be that would be cool. Yeah. Um, but no, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> How about you guys? Big ugly, Jamie, Jason. Um, I think that they are going to probably pull a few NXT. Oh yeah, girls up yeah. Um, to fill some of those spots. We already talked about Ronda Rousey. We did potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about any other women. What do you guys think about Jacqueline? I mean, she she just got recently inducted. You think? Sure. Why not? Uh, Jacqueline's yeah. be one of them. Uh, they got a lot of um. What is it? Uh, Tori. What's what's her name? Uh, Tori. Tori. No, no. What? Tori Gold Dust X Ray. Gold Dust X Ray. Thank you. Yeah, you know, Eve Torres could make Eve a... Eve Torres, sure. Because she stayed as an ambassador for WWE for a long time, even though she hasn't appeared on a TV or anything she like sure that. She sure has. So yeah. Thinking about Undertaker's wife, uh, Michelle. Oh, Michelle McCool. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I think that uh, Are they, they still married? Right. No, I don't know. Yeah, they're still married. No, they married. are, yeah. Really? They are. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he it was married to somebody named Sarah, and it had it tattooed on his right. neck. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. had to get that tattoo yeah. removed yeah. when yeah. they broke up. And they brought her into a program, too. Yeah. That's right, they did. Yeah, with DDP. That's right. DDP was creepy. Yeah. Um. Not that he still might not be creepy, but yeah, I love DDP. Anyway, DDP Yoga, shout out. Go, go use it. Um, yeah, Michelle McCool, okay. That's another good one. Um, you know, we talked about uh, AJ, maybe. You know, CM Punk's wife, you know, mm-hmm. possibly. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people. The Bellas. Ah, that's right. Uh, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. One or both, yeah. you know, at this point in time. I saw uh, somewhere that uh, Candice LeRae uh, may have signed with WWE, She did. Too, so, yep, that's uh, a big one. So she might... Uh, Make an entrance. Big independent superstar there. Yeah. Um, so I think they got plenty. I mean, they got 18 announced right now. Uh, so a lot of this is going to be, you know, I want to say filler. I don't want to make it sound bad, but it, it kind of is. It's all for a lot. pop. A lot. A lot of the surprise will definitely be for pop. Just to, like yeah. you said, to fill it and all. I mean, and it's all about how you book it. I mean, you can't book it like all the hot people in the beginning as far as the the pops and everything, and then just die off. So it's going to have to be. 
hot start and then you know roller coaster with the rumble right. filler filler boom filler filler boom you know let it happen uh, but I think now who's gonna win this thing the women's the women who's uh, gonna win this thing that's a great question man I can't call it I, I definitely don't think Oscar's gonna win it because she's like the favorite or whatever that she's been exactly billed to win right. it so she hasn't been if defeated. she wins it that would be not shocking enough yeah exactly um I don't know do we give it to somebody like Bailey, who uh, you know is is up and coming and needs to turn heel? Do we give it to somebody, not Carmella, because she's got the money in the bank? Do we give it to Mickey James, who's had a long run, but I don't want to mm. see her in a title run, you know, something no. like that? I, Do we give it to I, Becky Lynch, who needs a big run? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean, you've got to give it to someone that it's going to create some sort of excitement, of course. You know, I mean, that's obvious. That's, yes. I mean, I, that's why I think, like, you know, if Ronda Rousey truly is in it, I think she's got to be the favorite because it draws for WrestleMania. I mean, that's ultimately what they're gearing for. So, yeah. um, you know, Asuka winning, I kind of agree. You know, I think maybe she's a little stale right now and too obvious, mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, that just could add to her aura, you sure. know, of having never lost, you know, um, that kind of thing. But uh, I, I like Nia Jax for, for the win. I think. There you go. Now, see, they've been pushing her in different ways. See, I, yeah. see, I think what's going to happen, I think Asuka and Nia Jax, after their match on Monday, I think they're going to kind of get together, do a little grappling in the ring, maybe be up against the ropes. And I think Alexa Bliss directs the rest of the women to get in there and eliminate both of them at the same time. <laughs> Interesting. And I think that um, creates a could create a triple threat match at uh, WrestleMania between mm-hmm. um, Asuka, Nia, and Alexa. I could dig that. Now, I know you just went through the women. Wait, is Bliss in the match or in Charlotte? This was my next point for you guys. Neither one of them are scheduled to be in the match. All and right. those two have been pioneering this women's revolution. I don't agree with that. I think they should be in the match. Um, and I think if they win, they choose their own opponent. Now, you know, some some kind of story like that. You know what I'm saying? But to have them not be in it, and they're not slated to have any individual <laughs> matches at this point, I just think it's it's a little it's, it's a little depressing, man. I get, I get that they have their own titles, they're in their own stories, but you know, this is the first ever Royal Rumble. It's never going to happen again so that's for the why, women. You that's, feel me? that's why, like for me, why I think I I don't think either of them should be in it because I mean. You know what? Giving them the choice to pick their, you know, uh, opponent. That was just an the, idea. Well, right, but I mean, but like the heel, the heel's always going to pick whoever the weakest link is. You know, sure. I mean, just because it's a heel move, you know, right. it makes sense. So, like, uh, you know, what kind of story do you get out of that? Sure, you could probably build something, but yeah. I don't know if it's if it's that captivating. But that's why I think like Alexa Bliss, if she can get involved somehow to cost either Oscar or Nia or both, since those are the two that she seems to have the most, you know, storyline with right now then she doesn't need to be in the match to have get them eliminated. You know, mm-hmm. she can do something from the outside. And then if Rousey wins, that builds up your other champion with Charlotte, you know. So, you know, like, it's kind of the best of both worlds. You're building your storyline towards WrestleMania out of the match without having either of them in the women's title match. But they're both big factors in it because you've got, you know, Rousey-Charlotte, which is, uh, to me, is the biggest women's match you can have right now. Yeah. And then, you know, the other one sets up your other match. You know, now, do so. you have these two women, Alexa and Charlotte, outside the ring during the match? You know, just introducing them as the champions, and then the winner of this Royal Rumble will face whichever champion. I mean, do you ha- at least give them, give them a look, get them a little over, get them out there to have them watching? Do you get that? Or do you have them do a run-in for what you were talking about? What do you think, Jamie Jason? Have them out there? Maybe even put them on commentary. Okay. 
Yeah, you know, that, I think that would add a little bit to the story. I, I telling. Can, great, completely agree. Great. It's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Introduce them both individually as their champions, and then put them each on commentary. And you yeah. could even have them come out sixty seconds apart. <laughs> <laughs> Do the countdown clock to the next entrance. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we've got a couple of we got Nia Jax thrown out there. We got Ronda Rousey, Jim Jason. I'm pulling for Oscar. Pulling for Oscar. I, th- I think they got to reset her character, and I think this is time to do it. I think they need to make her look strong, undefeated in NXT. Come up, wins the first Women's Royal Rumble, and my th- my fear, my thing with that with that is is that I feel like given what happened to Reigns in Philadelphia, they would be scared to do that for their first Women's Royal Rumble because of how the audience is feeling about Oscar. So. It might get some good heel heat, though, if they're trying to turn in the other if direction. They're try, if they're trying yeah. to turn a heel. Yeah. If they're trying right. to Philadelphia is a different type of crowd, too. Right. That's yeah. an easy oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. if they make this sort of the first match of the night, or at least the, the first of the two rumbles that actually come out there, at least they've got somewhere else to go during the night. So if they end up pissing people off with this rumble winner, they got a place to redeem themselves. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and I and as far as my pick here, I, I really don't have one, honestly. I mean, but if I have to go to anybody, it's going to be Nia Jax. Uh, I just say because uh, they they're trying to get her over as you know, even announce her weight, you know, when she comes out. Um, it's trying to get her over as this big dominant superstar in a different fashion. And she's got a lot of uh, she's got a lot going right now in Total Divas and this Enzo thing. So she's getting a lot of screen time. But the Enzo thing almost seems opposite to the rest of her character. Right. I'm, I'm okay with it. <laughs> it is. It's fine. It's kind of funny on the side, but... Yeah, it is kind of odd. It yeah. feels, feels shoehorned in there sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I don't get it, but yeah. it is it's like it's they fun might be to going, watch. Yeah, it is fun to watch. Yeah. I like that. Now, so, now you, re- you do realize that Nia's got no chance of winning just because, you know, Big Show never wins, you know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, like, whoever the biggest competitor is... The biggest is, guy the, never wins. The, the Andre never the Giant wins. never wins. Right, I mean, so it's... You gotta feel bad for Naya. So I do. She's she's got a, a <laughs> numerical disadvantage. Right. The more you weigh, the less chance you have of winning the right. Royal Rumble. Because nobody knows how they're going to get her out. You know. That's right. How do you, how do you get somebody that big? At, or throw them over top over the top rope. If they watch former Royal Rumbles, they'll find oh. a way when everybody teams up oh. and watch against you. Oh, okay. Bring in a snake. No. That's right. Bring in the snake. <laughs> yeah. I never knew. You might see Jake the Snake on the uh, Raw Twenty Five. Who knows? That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's clean enough. At this point in time, Holly, uh, WWE Hall of Famer, so we'll see. Uh-huh. Um, so, now, anything more on the Women's Royal Rumble match before we move on to the men? Not that the men got billing over the women. It's just kind of how it was booked. I'm just glad it's happening. I think it's I'm- awesome. I think we're headed to the point, and I mentioned this, I think, on a Facebook post, that we're headed to the point that we can almost do a women's only pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. probably get three or four compelling matches out of each brand. Yeah. And I think we're headed to that point. Totally agree. I love that the, so. there's no... You know, divas versus superstars anymore. I love that they're all on the same page. Yeah, yeah. And that and that women's pay per view definitely would not be great balls of fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Even though they they did get rid of that name anyway, but that's a beautiful point. Big ugly. Anything more on the women? Uh no, no. Thank you. All right. So uh, in our last uh, part of this podcast, as we take it home, the main event here it is: the men's Royal Rumble match. Now, as of this morning, there are only 12 of the 30 entrants that have been revealed. That's crazy. Yeah. Man, it got to be a lot of surprises. Um, Elias, I want to walk with him. Randy Orton, who's won twice. Shinsuke Nakamura, who we've all talked about on this podcast several times. Uh, the one and only John Cena, who is a free agent, not on any brand. It's fantastic. Isn't it? Uh, Finn Balor. We have Baron Corbin. Matt Hardy, who is now woke 
broken and broken. He can use it all, guys. Yeah. He's got all that impact. Uh, what because now impact is run by a couple different people. And impact is back to their four sided ring. They got Austin Aries back, and they gave up the rights to the Hardy's gimmick. Oh shoot! They yeah, realize yeah. it can make more money. Yeah, sorry, tangent. That's okay. <laughs> uh, we'll see that on uh, Pop TV in a couple of weeks. Their first show. Uh, Austin Aries is back. EC3 is gone. I think. Yeah, he is. Uh, James Storm is going or gone. And uh, Bobby Lashley is going or gone. So check all these uh, open spots in the Royal Rumble, guys. (laughs) Unless unless they can do something with Lashley. I heard his contract doesn't end until February, actually. Crap. Yeah, he would maybe just fall short of being in there. Buy him out. Yeah. Or have him sit on the sideline. I don't know. I don't Uh, feel like... Would there even be any interest in Lashley for WWE? I don't feel like... Maybe an initial pop, but I don't think it'll go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. I I completely agree. He's going to be in Titus Worldwide. I mean, he fits the bill. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Or yeah. White. Um, Bray Wyatt. Um, we have Rusev and Aiden English, both who are in the Royal Rumble. Rusev Day. That's right. It's so over right now. And, of course, we talked about Titus Worldwide. We have Apollo Crews and Titus O'Neil. So 12 people announced for the Royal Rumble. Got to be a lot of surprises. And I think we, we still have... Yet Raw and SmackDown superstars and NXT superstars. Adam Cole was one of my, you know, surprise choices. But we got a lot of surprises. So who do we I, see this year? That and here's the point. Now I'm sorry to cut you guys off, but we got Raw 25. All these people coming back and all these surprises for that show. Does it leave room for surprises for the Royal Rumble, or does it some of those people that are on Raw 25 come into the Rumble, or is it new surprises? What do we got going on here, guys? I I, th- I think you get new surprises because I th- I think with as much time as this pay per view is going to take up with the length of matches that they've got, I don't think they're going to be able to bring the older superstars, and they've got such a stacked roster between SmackDown, Raw, and NXT that mm-hmm. they don't need to bring in a whole lot of you know old names to you know pop the crowd, I don't think, at this point. Sure. So, That's what Raw 25 is for. Right, exactly. So you're talking about superstar surprises that could legitimately make a dent, make him win the I, Royal Rumble. I, I, think you brought, I, thought, I think you brought one up. I, don't, I wouldn't say he's going to have any chance of winning the Royal Rumble, but I think EC3 definitely makes an appearance. Um, he actually had a uh, independent show booked for the 28th that he canceled. Ooh! So, uh, you know, read nice. into it what you will, but... Um, now, he was uh, Ethan Carter the third, and that's because he was Dixie Carter's <coughs> nephew or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, they would have to completely... Now, he was in NXT for a while. He was yeah. in Tough he, Enough. He he apparently owns the rights to the EC3 uh, Does he? gimmick, though. So he, so, he could bring it in and never mention the um, you know the EC what that actually stands for it could just, just be EC3 yeah like Triple H you know I mean you, I mean, everybody knows what it is but I would pop to see him yeah. and I think the yeah. Philly crowd would pop too yeah what do you guys let's talk Jam and Jason Big Ugly what do you got for the Royal Rumble surprises yeah, new think, names um, I think even though there's only 12 the roster stopped so I feel like we're still going to see a lot of people just from what we see every week sure that just haven't been named yeah um, but I feel like we're probably going to get at least three to four good New entrance, um, as CM Punk was saying, I think they're going to be people that you know, not older wrestlers, but mm-hmm. you know, just the legitimate people. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Up to date. Go ahead. Flushed out with some of the tag teams, like the Bludgeon Brothers. I mean, right. two big guys. Exactly. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. In there. Yeah. 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 Um, A Brizango. lot of that. Brazango. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I I would like to see some of these people come in and not take up two whole spots. I like Brazango come in together. 
you know, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> you gotta give these guys a payday. So you know. I feel you. Yeah, payday, the entrance, you know. But I mean, I think they just need to do something and to make sure that there's plenty of surprises. Make sure because the last time, and we talked about this one briefly, the last time Philadelphia held a Royal Rumble, everybody left pissed off. There was a riot outside, actually. We luckily got out of the parking lot before that happened, <laughs> uh, CM Funk. But uh, yeah. there was legitimately riotous situation out there. But I mean, so they've got to let these people leave happy. So, I mean, there's got to be some good surprises. I mean, we've seen surprises before. We've talked about the Honky Tonk Man, Kevin Nash. We've seen uh, other surprises. I mean, Goldberg necessarily wouldn't be a maybe surprise. Maybe it would. Maybe it wouldn't. Um I don't know. The only thing that they noted is Samoa Joe was originally announced. However, he has a foot injury, so yeah. he's out, yeah. which is terrible because I think he just had a fantastic match with Roman Reigns, and I think that he could get a good push. And he, he just called out John Cena, too. Yeah, um, he sure did. So, you know, I think they were gearing up for that. Leading to yeah, that. I would love to see Strowman come out, like, around, like, the mid, like, 15 and 16 and just come in there and just eliminate everybody in the ring. And then... Just had people like coming out, like he's just pissed off because he lost the match. Yeah. So, are you more of a fan of the single person eliminating more people, or having the Royal Rumble be, you know, five, ten, fifteen people? That's that. Let's throw that around the table. Are you more of the Battle Royal Royal Rumble, or the individual like the Stone Cold Steve Austin, the Kane, the Braun Strowman taking everybody out? What do you guys think? I like Big that. ugly. Yeah, I like that. I actually like both. Okay. Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, if you remember back to the CM Punk thing where he eliminated people and then just got on the mic in between, you know, Hell each yeah. thing. Yeah. It was great. It was entertaining. It worked for the character. It worked for the Rumble match. But then you need at some point to have more than two or three guys in a ring because otherwise it just isn't really much of a Rumble, you know. Sure. Uh, yeah. So you need to eventually build it back up to where you had 10 or 12 guys in there. So And this thing has been so – in the beginning, it wasn't necessarily overbooked. Now it's probably – uh, book down to you know everybody coming in, how long you stay in, who throws you out, how they throw you out, and then they book in spots. So they have a couple referees out there, you know, calling spots out to people. And this is a forty-five minute match to an hour, so I mean, this is n- it's not easy, right? Um, and I think this one will be micromanaged to the point where they're gonna set people up for for happiness. You know what I mean? Just to let people pop. Of course, there's gonna be a few boos. You're gonna have to take the roller coaster, but I think, uh, like you said, you have a little bit of a the individual, and then a little bit of the rumble part of it, and then back and forth. So I like that. Jamie Jason, what do you think? Either yeah, way. Yeah, I kind of like it both as well, because I kind of like the ones where you have Ric Flair come in number three and last, you know, the 45 to 60 minutes-ish. Yeah. Um, but you can also do spots where the big guy comes in, Ric Flair or whoever would go out and hide under the ring. They've done that kind of spot before. Nunzio. Kinda, yeah, Nunzio. And Jericho was doing that last year, if I recall. He uh-huh. spent about half the time outside the ring. Um, <laughs> That's great. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, I like to see both. Mix of both. Yeah. So, we've uh, we got, this is, again, 30 or 31 Royal Rumbles, however many they've had. It's been a long time. Um, so, let's talk about the winners. Now, I have gone on record a long time ago with on and offline, and I have called The Miz to be the winner of the Royal Rumble. He had a great 2016 and even better 2017. He's the biggest heel in the company. He's great on the mic. He's great in the ring. Um only downside about this now is his wife is going to have a baby shortly after WrestleMania. So that I don't know how long that would put him out. It puts Maurice out, but it doesn't necessarily put him out. Um, but so, he's likely going to want time away. Uh, yeah, but they can make him that <clears throat> champion where he's kind of like the part-time special attraction champion. He's built himself up enough at this point, and he's got so many other things going on that that could work. Um, so this warrants him losing the Intercontinental Championship uh, match. So he doesn't have it when he's going into the Rumble. Or he or he has it when he runs it. It doesn't really matter. But uh, either way, 
He wins the Rumble and goes on to main event WrestleMania. Now he's going to have to face, right now I think he's on Raw, right? Yep. So that would mean he would either face Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman, or Kane, theoretically, in the championship match. Um, I wouldn't <laughs> mind seeing. I think the one out of that I'd most like to see is Miz versus Lesnar, but I don't know. that. That's a different Lesnar match for me. Yeah. So <laughs> This is a tangent, but what do you guys think about, we're talking about, Royal Rumble being a very good protector for certain people coming yeah. in. We guys think about Daniel Bryan making an entrance it's, in his. I have a theory on that. Um, I'll go, go around the table. What do you think about it? I I think it's very highly likely, especially with all the storyline they're making with him and Shane like mm-hmm. gearing gearing him up to to wrestle again. It seems like I mean that's got to be the ultimate payoff in that story. So yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, probably just a matter of time before we see Daniel Bryan back in. Hopefully it's just a matter of a week and a day. Right. Talk about but making Jane. Philly happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk about Especially he was, he was supposed to win. He, he Well, the fans wanted him to win the last Rumble in right. Philly that Roman Reigns won. So. And he came out and he lasted 10 minutes and got thrown out. Yep. So, And that was a... By that time, the Rumble was over. When Daniel Bryan yeah, got yeah. eliminated Nobody so cares. early, that Rumble was over. Yeah. I mean, that place was quiet or mad. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Because it's the one where Batista won. That was the one where Daniel Bryan wasn't in it at all, right? And then when Roman Reigns... The Batista one? Yeah. Yeah, because Batista came out and he won that one and that right. was the one Dana Brown was supposed to win and he wasn't and he in wasn't it in it and then right. Reigns okay he got yeah. eliminated right, right exactly Jamie Jason what do you think yeah I could see Daniel Bryan showing up and then Shane kind of getting upset and coming out and pulling him out or causing his elimination and that kind of furthers yeah this feud and that's what I'm seeing the WrestleMania. I'm seeing the the countdown the buzzer hits Daniel Bryan's music hits which, which leads me to believe that they might not be at ringside during the championship match earlier in the night because you don't want to play his music twice, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, or you could have him down there because then you would think he wouldn't come out again. Right, right. So either way, it works. Right. But you play his music, he comes out, he gets the yes chant going, and Shane comes out right then and there on the ramp and says, hey, man, no, you, you can't do this. Yeah, you're, you're not you're an active wrestler. Yeah. Get out of it. And then make it whole, a half-shoot kind of storyline, no, whatever, and then you get a little little pushing, maybe a little shoving, something like that. I'm going. No, I'm not going. And then have Shane drag him back. And then say nothing else about that during the Rumble. And then Tuesday night when they come out, they have Shane and Daniel talk. But he could be a surprise entrant. I, I would like that spot, and it builds the story for WrestleMania. I'm calling Woken Matt Hardy for the win, though. Okay, we going into the winners. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Woken oh, Matt Hardy, wow. really? <laughs> that's a, that's t- a tell us why. Give us a give us yeah. your pick on that, man. I feel like uh, Matt is starting to, you know, he's getting back on the uh, the videos. I saw one of you where he's brought up what's, what's the freaking drone name? Oh, Vanguard One. Yeah, yeah, Vanguard One and everything. And what um, about his gardener? Yeah, what's his name? Sir ben- uh, Senior Benjamin. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> and so, then he's got his wife and his two kids now. Right. So I feel like. This would be a perfect opportunity to get him back into that main event spot, you know, that he used to be um, and get him away from like that mid card, you know, um, and to really like almost it would be like pulling a gender like, you know, like with gender, they kind of just pushed him to the moon, you know, out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like this would be that time to pull a gender where it's like, all right, let's see what Matt got. There was all of this, you know, talk about him and TNA and what he can do. So, bam, have him win the Royal Rumble. Let's see what he can do. Make it I, I wouldn't be. Cool. I wouldn't be sad with that. I wow. think Philly would be okay. Yeah, with that. that would be, and that would be like the ultimate swerve of all time. Like, I mean, because right now he's just coming back into that gimmick, and he's still he's a mid carder, second or third hour raw. But right. the videos are playing, the social media is going, and that's what's running the world these days: social media. Right. When was yeah. the last time a mid carder won the Royal Rumble? Oh uh, man. Yeah. Uh, if can yeah. we ever remember a mid carder winning the Royal right. Rumble? Right. 
Most yeah. mid-carders that did eventually win the Royal Rumble were, at that point at least, a you know main event draw, you know, like yeah. a Rey Mysterio and stuff like that. But they could really use this thing, and if they let Matt yeah, Hardy yeah. go creatively it's almost on his own, that's a good, good pick. <laughs> I like it. Now, what do we think about Jeff Hardy? Jeff Hardy is hurt well, right now, I think, but I just wanted to throw that out there. Does he become a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble? Does, think, isn't he out for like nine months? Though? Is he? Yeah. It's like yeah, a long time. Is it longer? Yeah. I, think he's I didn't know. Yeah, he's, he's out for a while. Well, yeah. damn it. He ain't going to be in there. No, probably yeah. not. Okay. okay. So, what I was going to say, do you guys like it if um, the when the winner can pick the brand that they want to challenge against? Or do you like it when they just stay to their brand? And, I, you know, I would like the winner to go pick whichever brand. or just show up on the yeah. other show, get drafted, get traded, whatever, and just pick. Right, because that, that's what it used to be. I mean, you pick you know, a championship of your choice, you know, mm-hmm. to main event wrestling. And then it just became main eventing WrestleMania. So, yeah. yeah theory, you don't even need to wrestle a champion to main event WrestleMania right. if yeah. they put you on last. I mean, right. Because <laughs> so. I was going to say, Matt Hardy versus AJ. Thank no, you. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. As soon as you said that, that's what I'm thinking, man. <laughs> Matt that's Hardy chooses SmackDown, yep. and then he goes over SmackDown. Perfect, yeah. man. Yeah, Perfect. that'd be good. Yeah. I like it all. That'd be good. Like we keep saying, SmackDown needs that bump. Yeah, it needs for that. sure. I like that all. All right, we got two picks right now. I got The Miz over here. We got Matt Hardy over here. What about Jam and Jason? Who is winning the Royal Rumble? I'm going with Shinsuke. Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. So he's been kind of down and out. You know, he hasn't been in really in the main events. Uh, he hasn't been in the uh, – well, he was in kind of the main event match, but is overshadowed by a lot of other things. So give us your take on why. It's kind of the same thing like I was saying with Asuka. They've made so many mistakes with him throughout the last year. I think this is the chance, the final chance, that they could just reboot it, restart it, and – See what he can do, and plus Shinsuke versus AJ could be a Hell yeah. excellent match. Yeah. I think eventually yeah. before maybe that leaves the crowd happy. Yeah, yeah. Shinsuke's yeah. faced Brock before too in Japan, so yeah. I mean that they they those two know that each other. Be, if that's a possibility too, <laughs> I mean just in case you pick yeah, any brand. No, but, right, right, yeah. Yeah. All right, so we've got uh, Shinsuke, we've got The Miz, we've got Woken or Broken, whatever Matt Hardy, CM Funk. Well, I, I agree with uh, with uh, Jam and Jason because uh, I, I think Nakamura has got to be the hands-on favorite right now because the the SmackDown champion, if they keep it that way, where if you're SmackDown, you face SmackDown, Raw faces Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you've got to go with the SmackDown Live champ or SmackDown Live person winning the Rumble at this point because. I mean, Reigns is obviously facing Lesnar at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. so they're going to get there no matter what. Yep. You know, I don't think Reigns needs to win the Rumble. Plus, now the only thing Reigns could win the Rumble in Philadelphia, just mm-hmm. to, like throw it back in Philadelphia's oh, face God. one more time. But uh, let's hope that doesn't happen because I witnessed uh, along with Dirty the what happened the last time they were there. So, um, yeah. but if just to be different, so we have four different choices here. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll let you, Jason, have Nakamura. Okay. I'm going to go and throw a surprise entrant as winning the uh, the Rumble. I was going to ask. Okay. And Good. that is going to be the return of Dolph Ziggler. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think Ziggler... Just, there's uh, our mid-card winner right there. I think Ziggler wins the, uh, wins the Rumble match. He's, he just skips over the whole U.S. title vacancy thing and goes right to the main event since that's ultimately what he wants to be and what he should be. So. That'd be hot. Yeah. Could that be a ploy for this whole storyline of him giving up the U.S. title, getting that notoriety right there, and then we forget about him for a few weeks? I think so. And then he's number 30 or maybe 27, somewhere 20, around 27, there. 27. 27 is the most winning Royal Rumble number right. of all time. Right. So He's one of those guys that could win it at number one or two. I mean, yeah, exactly. Could, he's that early. You, you I mean, could do that. Yeah. I would like him to do I mean, I'd like him to be a surprise maybe in the first five, <laughs> but I'd like him to earn it. I'd yeah. like him to see, to earn it. Yeah. Um, now, this is, I might have told you guys about this offline, but this is my fantasy booking. Um, if we could fantasy book, I would have number 30 be a surprise, 
I would have it be CM Punk if it's possible. That would pop the crowd if they were weak. You know, if the crowd was weak anywhere during the Rumble, they're going to get the last pop right here. And he is going to come in. He is going to eliminate everybody except Roman Reigns, the one who Philadelphia got pissed off with last time. So then it's CM Punk and Roman Reigns at the end. Stare off, okay? And then Roman Reigns, there's all this backstory that people don't even talk about, but people know it, you know, from social media and everything like that. I say Roman Reigns maybe goes to motion that he's going to step over the top rope and just give it to Punk. And Punk says, I ain't doing it that way. And then Punk just brings him back in and then he steps over and then those two just duke it out for like five, ten minutes, like hard, hard punches, duking it out. And then eventually CM Punk does win it. And then that leaves Happy, and CM Punk gets his main event at WrestleMania, whatever champion he ends up going against. So he's happy, Philadelphia's happy, everybody's happy, and it makes both of them look stronger because Roman looks almost human by possibly giving it away. But then Roman fights but loses, but he's getting thrown over the top rope. He's not getting pinned or submitted. You know what I mean? So he still got his hot. So this is my fantasy book. <laughs> it's, it's, this is what I think about in my off hours. I, I, you know, and if if in your if your fantasy would come true. Punk having the option to face either Lesnar or Styles. Punk against either of them. Could yeah. you, I mean, main event anywhere in the country. Like, literally. You know, in I this case. So, yeah. I mean, I'd like to see Punk and Styles, though. Yeah, that'd yeah. be great. That's one that I've never seen on the big stage. I think it may have happened in Indies or the, the yeah. whatever before. But, yeah. We've seen Punk and Lesnar once at a SummerSlam. I was actually there live in the Staples Center. Right, oh, right. my God. That was a fantastic match. But, that, yeah, you're right. Either way, that would go. Yeah. I would be okay with it. Yeah. SmackDown could use CM Punk. SmackDown could absolutely use CM Punk. Shoot, it could even just be a one-off for Punk. Yeah, well, a two-off. You know, two-off. And, and then Mania, he could lose to Styles, and it doesn't hurt either of them, you know, like that, you know. And But think of the merchandise and but, the network buys and everything, right. the, the sure. smart business that that would happen at this point in time right now. Yeah, yeah it'd be huge. It'd be huge. And it's a surprise entrant in the Rumble that would win, so... That's my fantasy booking. Whether it happens, whether it doesn't happen. You guys have any uh, fantasy bookings as far as a surprise entrance that you'd like to see or any surprises that you'd like to see in the Rumble? I've got... uh, This this may not even be fantasy because this has a great chance of happening, but this is to start the Rumble. I'm not worried about the finish. It's all about who Both comes Both members in. of Demolition, who one and two. One and two. There it is. No. Um, That's your 100-year-old match right there. And this isn't even probably that far out there for most of us sitting here. But okay. Elias, it opens with him sitting in the ring with his guitar, and he's number one entrant. He was the first one to put his name in for the Rumble. Yeah. He's going to be the number one entrant. He gets okay. to play his guitar and gets to sing a song about whoever. Cena comes out number two since Elias just called out Cena. He sure did. On uh, Monday Night Raw, because I'm assuming Elias is picking up the Samoa Joe storyline. I bet he is, because uh, that was supposed to be Joe and Cena. With yeah. Cena. Yeah, the, those two go maybe one, two, and I don't know how it plays out from there, but you know, I think that just is a way to book the two of them for down the road, too. So I like it. You know, Because other than that, of, I mean, what do you... Uh, Elias always... Uh, that's his entrance. He doesn't make an entrance from the ramp anymore. He, right. just, <laughs> he just spotlights in the ring. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. What, what do you guys think? Any other fantasy booking? Anything you want to see happen at this Rumble? Nah, man, I, I I like your fantasy actually. I, I would love to see CM Punk come back. So it might be unrealistic. The at this thought point. excites me, but I, I don't think it's gonna happen. But yeah, yeah. fantasy it's, booking. Jamie J, how about you? Uh, I want to see Shinsuke eliminate Randy Orton. Okay, I just uh, want to see that happen at some point. <laughs> they've been teaming so much together. Yeah, so, yeah, that'd be nice. I would like to see Randy Orton turn back heel. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah. I, I get I get why he's over as a face, but he's a better heel. Yeah. 
What, what about Bray Wyatt? We didn't speak about him at all, and I'm sure he'll be in the it's Rumble. His name was to. on there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, you know, he's got this thing going with Broken Matt right now. Um, I, I think that could be interesting, but Bray... But there's no shot at him winning. Oh, no. You know, his, and his, that his was guy. something that happened at the Philadelphia Royal Rumble a couple years ago. Bray Wyatt came out kind of in the first somewhere in the first 10, and he got over, and he got on the microphone, and he actually did a right. shoot for a minute. Right. He said, this is the year of Bray Wyatt. I'm going to win. It was totally out of character, and you're like, what the fuck? Did he just, yeah. Like, is, is he just leading up to something here? Yeah. I, th- I think Bray's buried at this point, though. I don't know if what they're going to do with him Buried alive? Yeah, it could be. That might be. Maybe yeah. he wrestles Matt Hardy at Elimination Chamber in a buried alive match. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I I feel bad for Bray because his character is really good and he could have been the next Undertaker, but yeah. WWE just booked him so wrong. A couple of times. Yeah. So. And he got hurt a couple of times, didn't he? Yeah. 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 So. They just need to give him some time off, I think. Give him a give him a little bit of time off, bring him back, and you know, just book him differently, see where it goes. Yeah. Should yeah. Never, never should have broke up the Wyatt family. That was, that, that's what that was Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The two times that they did it. <laughs> two times. Two times. <laughs> they couldn't learn from their mistake. Yeah. I think, uh, and this is just another tangent, and I should have mentioned this earlier, but I forgot. Uh, Big Cass, uh, he's been out for quite a while since he had his injury. He just broke up with Carmella. I think that's all over social media. Uh, Carmella's getting a big push on Total Divas, and then she's also the Money in the Bank winner. I think Big Cass, as a surprise, even if he doesn't participate or participate much, that would be fun. Because I think it would be fun to see him come out. Now that Enzo has turned heel and gone on his own way, Big Cass would come out as a face and get a big pop. So... Just an idea. I think it's going to be a good Royal Rumble. I'm looking forward to it. The whole event, the Royal Rumble pay-per-view, as they call it, because the Royal Rumble match, they're now two, is completely different. And we're going to come back in a couple of weeks, which we're going to have to look at the calendar, Big Ugly. Uh, We'll come back in a couple of weeks, and we will do a review of the Royal Rumble. Maybe talk a few more movies, talk a few more things like that, and then maybe have a few more guests on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. As far as movies go, man, I just tell everybody, if you're looking for a new show to watch, I guess this isn't exactly movies, but Netflix has a show called Dark. Very, very good. Dark? Yeah. Is it dark? It's very dark. It's a mystery thriller, um, and it's German, but um, it, it was like a sleeper hit for Netflix. It's doing like really well. Really? And I mean, fantastic show. That's something I you can do. Yeah. You can binge watch it while you're exercising and uh, hitting up Matt Temby, T-E-M-B-Y, online. We're going to put over all of our old guys. This is what we do, uh, Matt Temby. So, uh, Chad, what did you think of your first experience here live in the mansion? It was a lot of fun. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, hope to come back down the road sometime. Well, maybe yeah. you can come back and we can discuss the Royal Rumble because we're going to go. So We will, we'll yeah. we will yeah. be there. That yeah. is factual, yes. We can take some notes while we're there and uh, hopefully we don't get uh, rioted on. I don't even know if that's the word, right word. but. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but uh, support your local independent wrestling, MCW, EWA, uh, ACW, support them all. Check them out. Anybody got anything le- uh, for last thoughts, the final thoughts here on this Royal Rumble edition of the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast? Oh, raising your head. CM uh, Funk. Funk. PF. PH. If Reigns wins, we- Cena riots. <laughs> there you go. I like that. That's all I got. It's good. All right. Jamie Jason, what about it? Anything else? Or from your notes? What if from, Cena um, wins? Well, has it, does, does Philly riot? Um, if Cena wins, you have to have me on the next podcast. That's all I'm saying. don't see that happening. <laughs> He's been such a 
you know, just kind of here and there, here, there, gone tomorrow. He's always about, yeah, this is my first home, this is my first love. But, I mean, he's won the Rumble before, right? When he came back out as a surprise participant <sighs> yeah. at yes. Rumble number 30. That was in Madison Rock. Square Garden. Yeah, I mean, but is he, I mean, is he a viable candidate to win in main event WrestleMania? Always. But he's main evented WrestleMania eight times. He doesn't need to do it anymore. I want to see yeah. a new face. It's time to move forward. Yeah. Uh, or a new, or not a new face, but Cena, sure. Lesnar, Cena, Styles, been there, done, done that, that. Yeah. all over. No, I want to see something different. Twice in a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Great booking, Jamie Jason. I'm hoping this is a new star for SmackDown, the Glorious Era. Glorious. Bobby Roode is U.S. champion, and we can move away from gender and some of this other oh, dead weight Maha that's Russia. been, yeah, this dead weight that's been hanging around. So. <laughs> Unbelievable. So Big Ugly, this is our podcast. We're 42, 43 strong now. 42. 42 strong. This is almost two years that we've been doing this. We're on the road to WrestleMania. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. This all is my favorite time of wrestling. Like, that road to WrestleMania gets good. This is like our holiday season. Like, we just had Thanksgiving yeah. and Christmas. Yeah. This is our holiday yeah. season. Yeah. Exactly. The road to WrestleMania. Thanks, pick up. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to check out the Mansion 2.0. They got a they got a great media room, and they got a great place for us to possibly watch uh, an event. Yeah, man. Thinking about it. Yeah. We've got the estates as well. You know, we've got that. Uh, you know, uh, and uh, where you got the Hamden Hammer or, or the Hamden Home, which, yeah, you, which yeah. you got in Hamden. It's great. Yeah. All cleaned up from the holiday season, and at least from the lights anyway. Yep. yep. Yeah. Great place to eat. Great place to, great place to call home right here in Baltimore, Maryland, which happens to be number one in the world for something else but we're not going to put that over because it's pretty negative um, wow cheap pop and cheap heat all at the same all time the, <laughs> see, I worked it all into the same thing but hey it's been great follow us uh, like us subscribe to us listen to us share uh, comment we appreciate you all like we said at the beginning we're blowing up we continue to blow up on the archived episodes it's great uh, we got plenty of superstars from either EWA or MCW or SWO, which is a, a great Pennsylvania organization still working for. We mentioned Nunzio uh, earlier, Little Guido. He's going to be there in you know February, so check that out. Maybe he'll hide under the ring for a while. Who knows? Um, support it all. Anybody? We got, we're got. we good. We're good, right? This is a great place to end the yeah, podcast. That's right. good. We'll be going. Two hours? Did we Two do it? Two hours, yeah, man. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you for listening. Yeah. All y'all. <laughs> Delete. That's Delete. what you're doing. Delete. Okay. <laughs> I figured. All right. Well. We thank you all for listening to the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. We're going to sign off like we do every time. We're going to say three, two, one, deuces. deuces. We always say deuces. CM Funk. <laughs>